stuck a tube down his throat and started sucking things out of his belly. You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's Bowl After Bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer. I consider it an invasion. Bowl guys are pushing the value for value so hard. Honey, you read. Can you still smell the Mary Jane? And then you sit on the sex ball and then boing, you're dressed in assless chaps. Don't tell them we're high. Listen, we may be a little high. I mean late. Weed is good. Toke up. Oh yeah, bowlafterbowl.com That's where you can find us, anytime That's where you can find Christopher Battles on a Tuesday night Like tonight, hope you're feeling alright It is February 20th, 2024, you dirty horse. I'm Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City, and stretching for episode 300, it's episode 299. All right! And I'm Dame DeLorean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Almost a perfect game. Next week. Next week, stretching for that perfect. Can you imagine yeah. bowling at 299? Is that possible? I'm not sure how it works out, to be honest with you. I think so. So yeah. gross. It would be possible because you just strike out and then get a nine on the last frame. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to throw 11 strikes and then hit nine pins. Mm. And then you'd have to throw that bowling ball at someone's head <laughs> to be so pissed. <laughs> Maybe next time. Yeah. But luckily, we're uh, bowling just the right score week after week, bowl after bowl. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Next week will be 300. It's a journey. It's been a journey. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ooh. <laughs> yep. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah, it should be a, a good time. I think that uh, I was kind of thinking of something similar, but Makey was like, hey, what about if you just did a, kind of a call-in, sort of like a five-minute five, five minute limit hog story? I think that would be fun. And I thought, you know, maybe a 420 limit. Ooh. Uh, same idea, 40 seconds less. A little trim. Yeah? What do you think? And then, I don't know, float and clean feed links out there. Make it a party at the end. Yeah, I like that idea. That's what I'm feeling. Uh, we'll kind of do, like, an abbreviated version of the regular show and then just kind of open it wide up. Cool. At the end. And just, uh, just see where it goes. Just have a fun one, you know? Cosmic bowling. Have everybody, uh, invited into party. I might send out some emails. I was thinking about, I always get, you know, ideas and then uh, I get buried mm-hmm. in stupidity. I was thinking it would be fun to, like, email every bud that's ever been a bud. I would take some work, but not, like, hard work. Yeah. I would have to set down, like, an hour or two to, like, dedicate to that, you know? Doable. Uh, I've, I've written it down as a potential, and I'll have some time over the weekend, I think. Sweet. 
I like the sound of that. I want to do it. I think I'll probably do it. I think I'll probably do it. If you're hearing this right now and you're interested and you're in, let me know. Let us know. Show at bullafterbull.com. Say it in the IRC, etc. We are uh, on the new live son of a bitch stream over at owncast.bullafterbull.com. Um, where we have a new cam set up. That's right. Which is uh, pointed at the neons. We want to bring that into the uh, bring that into the picture. So now that's the background of the chat is the live feed of the neons, and then I want to like bring in some boostability action to it. Mm-hmm. It would be so killer if you could, uh, and I'm sure there's a way, and I'm just not deep down the rabbit hole enough yet. But surely there's a way to change the own cast scenes that I've got over here. You know. Yeah, gotta be. Cut directly to a different view for a certain boost or something, you know. And that would be fun. Custom animations. Like, wham. Like wham. at the bowling alley. Yes, exactly. Some bowling animations that take over uh, and kick ass and take names. That would be fun. I like these ideas. <laughs> now to implement. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the On the to-do list, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's only 33 pages long, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but. Things are getting crossed off, though. If you have uh, own cast ideas. This is a new live son of a bitch. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to try just about anything. See if it works, you know? I'm just trying to put this together one piece at a time. I don't know where this is going. Uh, I only know where it's been. And where it's been, looking at the to done list, is always fun to look at. You pulled off a sick uh, homegrown hits last week. We did indeed. You guys had a blast. We had a special guest in real life at the MKs. Boobery, the other DMU DJ out there, joined us for homegrown hits last Thursday. Mm. Us being myself, Mary Kate Ultra, and Daisy B. Cooper, of course. Thursday night, 7 p.m. Central. It was a great goddamn time. Most requested episode yet. Like most song requests coming in, which made me feel really good because I put out that ask a week early saying, hey, this is our Valentine's Day episode. Will you uh, please, please submit some song requests? Mm. And the hitters out there came through. They did put in song requests. We yeah. had a bunch of bonuses at the end. They came in through boostograms. It was a lot of fun. And you requested a song and wrote something really sweet that's been stuck in my head. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Forever is the while I'll stay with you. I loved that. Thank you. I was glad my cam wasn't on. You didn't have to see me get all weepy. No, cam. <laughs> Weep cam. Weep cam. Isobot will one day record uh, gifts of the weep cam. Ooh. <laughs> Where you're weeping. Uh, or doing something silly. Speaking of Valentine's Day. Uh, I we just, had a good one. I didn't realize. We did have a good one. It was a fun show. It hit Valentine's at the post show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the stroke of midnight. We haven't even signed off yet. Rolled into Valentine's Day. Yeah. A little messing around. Yeah. Playing with new toys and stuff. It was fun. Uh, which reminds me. Uh-huh. I had a Valentine's Day gift for you and I forgot. Oh, no. But I found it when uh, I was looking for the Best Pie bag. Oh, boy. This is a an unraveling on air. Unraveling. Don't unravel. We need oh you. Oh my goodness. Don't make me unravel. <laughs> okay, let's see. V- tune in, Valentine. 
I'm broadcasting our song, Be Mine, Station Love. Aw. And it has a stand on it. I saw that at the... Uh, I'm trying to get it in the camera where the light's not shining bright on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here, let me see it. This is the professional over here. Oh, there we That's go. That's so cute. I thought... Uh, I saw it at the antique mall when we went for... C's birthday. Yeah. Well, I know you said, don't look in the bag. <laughs> yeah. I looked at it and I was like, oh shit, that's Lorian. That is so cute. And then she was, uh, you know, singing into a mic and I was just like, man, this is like homegrown hits material for sure. Yeah. And she calls to me on my podcast. <laughs> that's how it makes me feel. Oh yeah. my goodness. I love yeah. that. And now I have another desk decoration. Yeah, I figured it'd be good for the desk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. MK and Daisy are going to really dig that, too. Yeah. Pick for the show notes. Later yeah. On. Um, Aw, thanks, Benny. Yeah. My gift to you was fun times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your fun time gal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, there were some gifts, let's say. You're my sweet baby. Did we recap this already? Like, I No, because the bowl was before Valentine's Day and then homegrown hits. Mm-hmm. So... We had a nice low-key Valentine's Day, which is ideal. We got our backs cracked at the chiropractor. A real good one, also. Mm-hmm. And then we cooked up some steaks and crab legs and hot dogs for the kids. But then they wanted steak and crab legs because, duh. Because, uh, yeah. Who's going to pass that up? Not our kids, that's for sure. <laughs> it was great. A feast was had. That's right. Peak romance. Oh, yeah, you had that, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Um, And then, yeah, we've been recording some music. That's pretty much like... Yeah. Try to go into the hidey hole. Yeah. I've been leaving my phone in other rooms. It's like, I can feel I can feel winter ending. Yes. You know, that's the energy. Winter's coming to a close. It was like, it was 69 degrees today. 69, 69, dude. 69! 69, dudes! And I'm just kind of feeling a little creative again, finally. Fuck. Yeah, well, and I came to you asking for help with something I wrote a long time ago and finally pieced together. And so you're helping me bring that to life, which I appreciate immensely. And then we started, you know, jamming, as good bowlers should. That's right. And, uh, Bowl jam. New things have come to light, so that was awesome. But it's funny because also we have the live podcasts on in the background. So it's like we have two volume levels. Your machine or the instruments plugged in and then the podcast in the background. Sometimes you turn that up and <laughs> switch around. It's a very uh, scattered method. But uh, things are being recorded, which is about all we can ask for. Really. Yep. Yep. Laying it down. Laying it down. Yeah. I want to have like bits and pieces of things that we could maybe slap together things that uh, some things we know where we're going with it, but then other things I just want to have like Lego bricks we can take to Nashville and throw together with other people's ideas. Yeah. Other Lego bricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. With yeah. Our powers combined or whatever. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I'm so looking forward to that too. And it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Excitement is already building. You can feel it. I can feel it. Yeah, it's been an epic year, man. We said at the very beginning, and it just keeps on going. 
Yeah. The future is lit. This is going to keep going. Litter than it already is. Because it's pretty lit. It's uh, in here. The bowls are burning ever brighter. You know, that's the blessing. And we don't make it on accident. You know, it's an intention. And we say it every time. Yeah. Will it into existence. Uh, and our bowlers are also burning brighter out there. They like, sure are. We like to thank them. Lovely, bright, burning bowlers at the beginning of every show, like right around Meow, because they keep this thing going. It's all about value for value. We put it out there and we say, hey, this is for you, you know, like, uh, we hope you get value. That's the point. Wouldn't do this if we thought it was a waste of anybody's time. Now, it's a waste of some people's time, maybe even most people on the planet's time, but it might not be a waste of your time. And if you find it valuable... All we ask is you return some of that value in some way, shape, or form, because there's a bunch of ways to do it. It's like a big party in the bowl, and uh, you are in it. It's not like those other clubs, you know? You're in this one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, All you got to do is decide to be in it. You give value back in whatever way you feel is appropriate and, and uh, equal, equal to the value you got, you know? You're not trying to buy off some future thing. Just returning what, what we already gave you. And uh, bowlers are doing it week after week, bowl after bowl, and we appreciate it. We thank them right up front. I did have uh, some notifications Ooh. come in, so I need to pull this up. That's what I usually have pulled up, you know? If you're like a, a pro guy who's done this like uh, 299 times, you'd think that... But no, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's part of the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> New tabs every bowl. You know, you can open these things, but like if you wait 69 seconds, they log you out anyway. So, yeah, uh, true. What are you going to do? Impossible. Uh, we had Circus Media coming in with his monthly 1111. Oh, Circus Media. Thank you. Monthly stonation. We very much appreciate that. We also had a $20 donation from our buzzy Justin. Oh, Justin. Remember wrong kind of podcast. Oh yeah. You know it. He's our uh he's our brother to the south there. That's right. And he says uh they're doing another bowling meetup. In oh fact, hell yeah. <laughs> here's the note. Hello, friends to the north. Bring your balls and join us for bowling in Joplin, March twenty third. Get a hold of me for details. There you go. Sweet. So a Joplin bowling meetup has been announced. <laughs> Bowlers on alert. And, uh, yeah, yeah, speaking of details, I think I've got some details. Uh, 4th Street Bowling Alley It's going to be, uh, the 23rd of March again, Saturday. Sweet. So, I'll be there. And if you want to reach out to Justin, he's at JustinWKOP at noauthority.social. Go. Yep. Broadcasting out of Coffeyville, Kansas. Just on the other side. Him and his wife are fun people. Yeah, that was a good time. In fact, I have... Right on your desk. Right on my desk, my bowling trophy from the last time. Took home the gold. That's there right. You go. The Bowlerama uh, V for V champion. What <laughs> kind of podcast, so that's fun. Gotta do it again. Um, appreciate you. Appreciate yeah, thank the, you, uh, Justin. Donation. Also, Sharky Shark came in. Sharky! He hits us with 420 every month. 420 stonation. Hell yeah. So that is much appreciated. Thank you, sir. 
We also... Oh, well, first, if you want to donate a Fiat Fun coupons, you can find the PayPal at the bottom of every page on the website. Or go to bullafterbull.com slash donate. That's right. Just uh, let Christopher Battle's mind control you. Bullafterbull.com. 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 Yeah. Yes. Appreciate you, Christopher Battles. The super hype. Uh, we also, you know this about me, I uh, like to read the Boostergrams. <laughs> you do? <And laughs> I like to read uh, the Boostergrams. I have you on my board saying that. <laughs> I like to read uh, the Boostergrams. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I do. It's no lie. Everyone knows that I like to read the Boostergrams from Helipad, which by the way... Uh, is a slick application you can install on your own node. It's a web-based Boostagram reader. And it's fun to use and exciting. It's what makes that bowling pin sound. Every time a boost comes in, you actually uh, hear the bowling pin sound. That's all thanks to Helipad, the wonderful application Dave Jones wrote in Rust. I don't know how the hell Rust works or how the hell Helipad works underneath the hood. But uh, tell you what, I pull it up every single show during the live and that's how you get the bowling pin sounds it's awesome it's, it's lovely it's it's a, it's a crucial part it's a crucial part of our uh, infrastructure here yep every time i uh hear one of the boosts come in i go oh god oh god <laughs> that's how it makes me feel inside oh, yes oh my exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. it's a great feeling when those pins crash. <laughs> it's just weird they talk to checks into it. Yeah, we talk to checks into uh, boosting the show. <laughs> boosting the show. We actually make them dance. You know, <laughs> bitches love dancing. Right. Bowlers love dancing. You can dance and get involved too. And uh, just what you want to do is take off all your clothes and go over to nudepodcastapps.com. We even have a song for you to dance to while you do it. I'm going to boost some sides. I've got 40,000 in my wallet. I'm, I'm, I'm boosting value contribution. This is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Chat's going, oh, God, in here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so we scroll back in Helipad to uh, the last boost that we read, or I guess the last boost that we haven't yet read, which is always the same man with the same plan. That is Harv Hat. Tried and true, the soldier of the Bulger. Uh, 1420 <laughs> sats he hit us with. This time out of Boost CLI. It's the same uh, dangle from different angles, if you think about it, right? Like clockwork, you can set this guy to the uh, 1420 sat boost on the post show fade out. And this time he has a boost to Graham in there. He has a oh. message that says fade out boo. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Thank you, Harv Hat. <laughs> we appreciate you, Harv Hat. Also known as uh, the Node Watcher. Node Watcher? Yeah. My Watcher. Watching the Node. Watching the Node. Every Slayer needs a Watcher. There you go. And Harv Hat is mine. <laughs> Beauty. Uh, next boost, we had a little 33-33 action. Woo! It's coming in from Oyston Bearish. All right, Oyster and Bears. He's boosting us from Podverse. Podverse.fm. Uh, he says, great show as always. In 2023, I started getting a lot of health problems. Refusing to go to the doctor because fuck them. I started going, uh, doing, uh, is it called Qigong? Qigong? 
I've read about this, but I've never heard anybody say it out loud, so I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Q-I-G-O-N-G. Kaigong? Kigong? I assume it's Kigong. Maybe I can look up the pronunciation. Kaigong Jin. I was thinking Kaigong, and I'm like, that can't be it. With video tutoring uh, from KungFuChannel.com, I would recommend it to anyone who are struggling with whatever health problems are out there because it worked for me. Well, there you go. Is it Qigong? Does the Q make a ch sound? I don't That's very I, cool, though. I don't speak Russian, so <laughs> I can only uh, try to pronounce it in my broken English. But yeah, there you go. Turn your health around, Bowler. Yeah, you just got to do the work. That's right. You got to set a goal, set an intention, and follow through. There yep. you have it. There you have it. The power is yours. Uh, this next booster has the power. This is the famous Hey Citizen with a little 6969 action. 69! 69, dudes! Oh, hell yeah, Citizen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, hey, Citizen. Who brought us the jingle you have just heard? That's right. Entering the Boostagrams. Usually when you're dancing naked to a funky song on the show, it could be his fault. <laughs> yeah. It could be his fault. Uh, Ball's rolling in. Appreciate you, bowlers. We're catching up. 696. That's like the very end of a 6969. That's like the cuddling at the end. Oh, I see. When you have the uh, the blush. I think I had the blush, right? The blush you have after uh, orgasm. Yeah, that's what the 696 is representing. Oh, God. <laughs> I need a cigarette. <laughs> One of the most intense psychedelic experiences I have ever had, says Hey Citizen, was on a sizable dose of MDMA alone. Ooh. And he confirmed my suspicion. With that boost, he confirms my suspicion that, yeah. Just need to try a little higher dose. Yeah. Be like, oh, you don't know why they call it a psychedelic? Because you haven't taken enough to realize why they call it a psychedelic. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of let it get on top of you. Noted. Uh, I forgot, though, he had a much longer boost than the original 6969. So what am I I doing? It's hard to read. And, you know, I I read top to bottom and then the boostograms are like, you know, you got to read them bottom to top in reverse chronological order. So it throws me off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it sounded like a Lincoln Park lyric, which threw me off. <laughs> there's a signif- uh, there's a significance to the passage of boostograms. <laughs> uh, so let me read his longer boostogram. The 6969 one said, "Lorian, Telegram oh. sucks, and you shouldn't use it." Okay, but if we created a cross-platform, persistent, reliable messaging app that let you share images, GIFs, and videos without manual upload to the cat box, no file size limit, voice and video chat in groups or one-on-one, had screen sharing, work within a browser but also natively, and was notably less annoying than Discord, Dixcord, <laughs> would you use that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is he referencing something specific? I don't know. Or uh, is that all things Telegram does? I don't think so. I don't think you can screen share. You can cache me on the IRC. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. Or get my phone number. (laughs) There you go. And even then, you might have to call me six times because I'm bad at keeping my phone on my person. One of those good, bad habits. Yeah. Yep. Constantly pinging it. Where did I leave it? Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Where did it go now? Where did it go? I don't know uh, what that's a reference to, though. If it's the T-Gram or some uh, uh, goggle group or some something. Some pie in the sky. Uh, or something Hey Citizen's building out there. <laughs> the Hey Citizen experience is now downloadable as an app. Oh, my. 
uh, just download it right into these glasses. I think he was describing the uh, the lounge. Yeah. How about that? That's how it works for me. I can do everything I need to there. Get a hold of people real quick. Yeah. Lounging it up over here. Uh, appreciate you, hey citizen. Yeah, thank you, hey citizen. You the man. Uh, speaking of news uh, that I neglected to mention, actually, I had it written down. I don't know why I didn't. I'm trying to cross things off as I go, and I got a little bit uh, crazy with the pen. But uh, the latest episode of Meatus Pod oh, is out. Yes. A Walk to the End of the Block, which uh, you and I did some voice uh, voice acting for. and Yeah, along with the likes of Boobery and Mary-Kate Ultra. That's right. Hell yeah. Uh, you gotta listen to it. We'll link it in the show notes. Check it down. Check it out. I just saw a test boost from Metis that reminded me, oh yeah, I did have something else on my notebook. Appreciate you, Metis. That was a fun one. Lots of homegrown hits action. It's a That's a great show. And uh, all of the artists we bring are decentralized musicians, or DMU. They self-host their own music. So when you boost sats during the songs, it goes straight to them exciting we're discovering new artists every week that's right um we also discovered a boost from net net at a fountain ah oh, net net that sixty six sixty six coming in net net says bells have huge ding dongs <laughs> there's 110 volts of ding dong right there smack in the bell <laughs> big old ding dong <laughs> things grounded right yeah yeah oh yeah uh 50 state Mm. legal man (laughs) it's 50 state legal in here uh thank you net net appreciate you brother uh 700 sats coming in from someone actually oh someone actually actually in factually and uh he says from fountain by the way yes 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 thank you thank you someone actually and uh yes to you as well sir Appreciate you, brother. And much cap to you. Much sir. cap. <laughs> may your uh, may your future be full cap. Uh, next up, we got the lit boost. Here's another uh, timer to set your watch by Harv Hat Boosts. When we turn the bat signal on and uh, put out the vibes for lives, we lit the son of a bitch. And uh, he always gets in on that action by saying lit, which we are lit. Forty two sixty nine sets. Harfat sent us through Boost CLI again. Thank you, Harfat. That is the most sovereign way to boost. Indeedy duty. And I want it on my umbral, C-dubs. Dockerize that shit. Here is our <laughs> uh, captain of the show for episode 299, because we got a 29,999 sat boost. Woo! Out of Boost CLI from Booberry the Moth himself. Oh, hell yeah. The Mothman cometh. There he is. And uh, he says, boostable disco ball, setup, quote, inbound. Also, I have a decoder that y'all can use for the neon signs, no problems. Let's light them up. Fuck yeah, that's Ooh, what I like to hear. Oh, hell yeah. So Let's maybe, do uh, it. The big old disco ball. Ba-boom. So maybe this chat background. So this chat background, if you're looking at owncast.bullafterbull.com and watching live, then... Um, You'll see the background of the chat is some neon signs. That's a live camera of the neon signs. And so the idea is that maybe we can get some boost triggers to slap that thing around. Blueberry <laughs> says, I didn't realize that one sent. <laughs> uh oh. I can send, send you soon. Send you soon. <laughs> I can boost you back, man. It's 
no, it's no worries at all. Because I see another one. Uh, I see a double. Ah, uh, so yes, yep. yes, we've got you on the back end for that. Boobie. That's right. No worries. These things do happen. Uh, we're running with scissors here. Thirty-three, thirty-three sats coming in from Bowley Steed. Bowley Steed, hell yeah! Out of Fountain, uh, she says, "Calling all buds." Red alert! Red alert! Red alert! Red alert! Nice, you beat me to the punch. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, she says, "Episode three hundred incoming." Woo! Get on the microphone, bowlers. That's yeah. right. We want to hear from you. Yeah, next week, uh, in lieu of an F-tie, we'll just be kind of hanging, chatting. First time I heard the bowl, maybe will be kind of the topic. Because mm. I like bowl stories. And Makey suggested like old bowl after bowl stories slash memories, you know? Sure. Which I yeah. think is a great idea. Um, I like that idea. That a is solid, a grand idea. Solid, fantastic idea. But uh, first time I ever, first time I ever, maybe. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. We can get mad as you want. First time I, first time I, first time I, first time I, first time I ever. But we really just want to hang with the bowlers. That's right. So thank you, Bully uh, Steed, Bully Steed, Boosty Steed, for putting out the Bully call. That's right. Uh, from Fountain, by the way, if I didn't say that. Yeah, thank you, Bully Steed. Then uh, here's Boobery, the echo of Minneapolis. He got it through. That is the persistence. Persistence in boosting. There's a significance in the passage of boosts. Uh, <laughs> 29,999. Again. And he says, uh, I think tomorrow we'll have a list of all the pieces of the boostable disco ball ready to check out. Definitely can get those neon lines twinkling in the own cast. That uh, is perhaps the most boobery of boobery boosts I've ever heard. We're going <laughs> to twinkle those fuckers up. Yeah, that's going to look so good. I kind of like being told it like in both ways. You know, because it's not a copy pasta repeat. So I feel like I understand it better now. Because <laughs> he both, heard it twice. From both angles, yeah. And he's got a decoder, you know? Like, that's an important piece of information. I'm glad they got through. Hell decoder. yeah. Decoder. He's going to uh, decode all my code. Decode these nuts. <laughs> you can't decode a guy who doesn't have any code. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bowley Steed is next. Bowley Steed. Hit us again. Nine, 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 nine. Woo! Nine 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 sets out of fountain again. Podverse not sending boosts. She says, huh. "Oh man, it seems like there's some uh, boosty issues tonight." Yeah, let's see. The last uh, Podverse boost I do see in the helipad is three days ago from Phantom Power to Homegrown Hits. So yeah, mm. not seeing any Podverse FM boosts tonight. Rot row. You never know with those things. Is it Podverse? Is it Albi? Is it uh, us? Mercury <laughs> retrograde. Is it my fault? Did I break it? I don't know. I don't know what I'm... Just, you know, one boost at a time, people. That's right. It's all we can do. We take it one boost at a time. One boost at a time. So we thank everybody for their boost and love. Boost after boost. Yep. Thank you, bowlers. You make the show what it is. But we always say the treasure isn't the only way to contribute value. We already mentioned the chat. A most important piece of the bowl, week after week, bowl after bowl, hanging out in there, producing the show live, just like those who send boosts in live, uh, making art, because now we have chapters that all need art, and every episode has a new, unique piece of art. So if you like to make art, send some our way. Make some bowl after bowl fan art. We'll use it. You could even make GIFs or videos to put on the own cast. Man, tons of opportunity here. 
and jingles. Oh. We have a lot of musicians in this group. That's right. I heard another boost. I did uh, get another boost in Helipad, that wonderful application we were talking about earlier. Remember? Yes, the one that makes the bowling pin falling sound. Yeah. Like it's, that. It's very simple. It's just a... Uh, web-based boostagram reader i i guess if somebody asked me what it was and i had to describe it in four words or less i would say it's a web-based boostagram reader which uh 6969 sats just showed up from kr Woo! thanks from kr podverse 69, oh wow 69 dude i like that that's so kr it's working for kr it works on kr's machine <laughs> we also had a 420 sat boost just now from Tess Toker. Oh, Tess Toke received. Saying puff puff pass check. Also on podverse.fm. So Thank you, Tess Toker. I think Podverse has been um devoodoo-fied. Yeah. Or maybe it's I don't know. Podverse devs listening in. Oh hell no, like, not no, all we're app. gonna boost that. <laughs> we gotta get the boost in. It's working from here. Push those boosts down the lane. There you go. Sweet. Well, I was just mentioning the jingles, like Hey Citizen has contributed. Uh, those are most important to the production quality of the bowl, and we really appreciate that, too. So if you're musically inclined, you want to write a little ditty for us, go for it and send it to com. You can also pass the bowl to someone you know will enjoy it, because we love having new bowlers around. You know, everyone brings something unique to the bowl. And finally... But maybe not finally, because, you know, value comes in any form you can think of, possibly. There's so, a lot that we haven't even realized yet. Yes, it's true. But I like to end on another simple form of value, or I think it's simple. You just pick up your phone to leave us a voicemail, because every week we have a first time I ever topic. And this week we're talking about the first time you ever played Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> So, all you gotta do is pick up your phone and... Call 816-607-3663 And the play of force will That's right, we don't screen them, we just play them. So anything goes. You don't even have to answer the FDI. I mean, just whatever. Say hi. Say what's bugging you. Sing a song. We'll play it. We'll listen to it. Yeah. We'll get down with you like a clown. Rules <laughs> and the bowl is just not really, you know. A thing yeah. at all. Uh, and you can also text or send picture messages. So uh, good to know. If you're in a dead zone, no excuse to not reach out to the bowl. Mm-hmm. Just saying. 816-607-3663. We want to hear from you. We just heard from another bowler. I did hear those pins crashing. That's right. They let you know. Uh, and I love when they hit. That sounds really good. And this booster was 1111 sets from Tunta. Ah, Tunta. Out of, out of the fountain app there. Tunta of white triangles, I'm sure you were about to say. Yes. Oh, my God. You read my mind. I didn't uh, mean to cut you off there, my love. I'm just working on not stepping on other podcasters. (laughs) (laughs) You know, some people pay extra for that shit. (laughs) Well, slide me a boost if you want me to step on you. Because I will with my little feet. (laughs) 
Uh, Tunta says, "Jingle me tenders." Jingle me tenders. Jingle me tenders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like a guy that knows about tenders, man. Got a thirst for chicken nugget juice all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh man, thank you. Jingle me tenders. Yeah, thank you, Tunta. Consider those uh, tendo- tenders jingled. <laughs> We're not going to jinger your tendals <laughs> until the, maybe the post show. Yeah. Just hang out and see what happens. I don't know. That's some you late night know. shenanigans. You never know what could happen. I don't know. <laughs> we never know. Never know. It's always a surprise, even to me. You thought you were surprised. I was surprised. <laughs> we were all surprised. Uh, surprise. That's the end of for, uh, of for now of the list, though. Very cool. Thank you, bowlers. We wouldn't be here without you. That's right. We appreciate you coming back week after week, bowl after bowl. It's what keeps this thing rolling on down the lanes. That's right. Keeping the bowl lit. And uh, this is the perfect time to slide into a little bit of... Oh, yeah. Want to build a node so you can get in on a ring of fire. We have been uh, lighting those rings up as of late. We have. We're lighting the five million. I just got to balance it. All the channels are open. We just nice. got to balance it. There's one kind of uh, intermittently connected node. Uh, it's going offline, online, offline, online. One of the members had a node that was offline for quite a long time. And so another cool thing about Rings of Fire is when they come around, sometimes people are motivated to pull their node back out and resync the thing and, you know, get back connected. Yeah, look at me. Views are relatively <laughs> low right now. We've been kind of seeing some 10 sats per virtual byte action uh, as the low dips. Lately in the uh, race to the next block, looking live right now, it looks like a minimum of 17 to get in the next block. Not bad. But the last, uh, I don't know, five or six were 10 to 12 minimums. So, you know, for a Tuesday night, that's not too bad. On the weekends, it's been getting back to 10s. You know, we were spoiled with the one forever. Yeah, but, uh, those days are. I'll take ago, ten over a two hundred and fifty. You know, that's for sure. I when I opened my channel, I got three for fifteen. Nice. Nope. I can't remember what I did mine for, but it's probably the same ish. It was like it was, I paid too much, really, because it confirmed within the hour. But you know, you just want to. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, I got one pending in there that was sent for one. Sat per virtual byte, so I don't know. I'll probably have to bump it. Yeah. And I've never bumped a I've never bumped a channel before. I'd bump one. Is that the child pays for parent yeah. move? Yeah, the little feedback. Yeah, I child haven't pays done for that parent. yet either. I was going to, but then I didn't have to. I've read loads about it, so I don't know. I might have to. I might be forced to eventually. And then you'll tell us all about it. I will. I'll have a full report on a future shit stain. Um in other local news, I wanted to say that the Casey Bitcoiners are having a couple of upcoming meetups. The next one being Thursday night at the bar in Mission, which uh, I'm going to try to go to. Nice. I will be action. spinning homegrown hits. You will be homegrown hitting, and yeah. I will be uh, pumping the pumping the demu into the bar there. Hell yeah. And uh, we're also having a coffee meetup, it would appear, oh. quite soon, too. That's going to be March 1st, 7.30 a.m. at Take Care, 
which is in the crossroads. Oh, endless cups of coffee, coffee available there, right? Oleo roasters. Yeah, I think you can get a bottomless thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's right. For a meetup? Hell yeah. Um, so at any rate, yeah, that's, that's a great move. And I don't have to teach that particular week. So I'm waking try to up make early that one too. That'd be two meetups in a row after I haven't been to one in like, I don't know, a month or something. I've been work swamped, work swamped, work swamped. Um, yeah. Speaking of swamped, we've got some, uh, it was kind of swamped with news this week. So I had to just kick a mm. few stories out and only talk about the most interesting things to me. Okay. Or the most interesting things in some cases to other people. <laughs> like this one. Everybody was talking about this one. Justin Sun sets eyes on shitcoins on Bitcoin, announces Layer 2 Bitcoin solution. He says this innovative approach aims to decentralize and intertwine various token types with the Tron network, including <laughs> stablecoins within the Bitcoin network and constructed Layer 2s like the Bitcoin ordinals in numerous combinatory ways. According to Tron's Justin Sun. Now, I thought Tron was a movie with Jeff Bridges in it. I thought Tron was a table arcade game. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't understand uh, what Tron you is. You will but... lose your life. Yes. Yeah. If, if you do not know the pattern, in an upcoming Tron life cycle, light cycle, <laughs> you will lose your life. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I don't know. So something, whatever Tron is, is going to come into... The Bitcoin uh, blockchain, supposedly. Acting as a place for all the NFTs and stuff there, the ordinals. Oh, yeah, and the DAOs and the FBIs and the BIGs <laughs> and the uh, NWAs and all that shit, yeah. You'll have them all in one big uh, F-A-M-I-L-Y on BTC, I guess, mm. is the dream. I don't know. I don't know. Just don't shit my fucking layer one up with right. a bunch of extra fees, you bitches. Do whatever you want to do. On the lightning and uh, if you're building out a new layer two, I don't know how it's going to work. Just don't fucking chud my chain up with useless <laughs> data. You know, if a bunch of uh, ordinals go sort of off layer one and into whatever the hell this thing is, that might be a good thing. I don't know. Right. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Maybe he's making an extra cart corral in our metaphorical parking lot here. So less people leave their fucking cart in my parking spot. But I don't know. I don't, fuck, I'm just a guy. I don't know what they're talking about. I read the whole thing twice. <laughs> I was like, okay, bro. This seems okay. Good, I, like them announcement. I like them having their own play space where they can still do it. Because another, I feel, uh, that, you know, I'm so for freedom. It's like, well, if you can do it, you know, you should be able to do it. But yeah, when the shit gets clogged, man, that's mm -hmm. no fun. Especially for people that are using bitcoin for their income and yeah, money <laughs> instead of bananas on the blockchain mm -hmm. well, i guess it was this a wait and see scenario well yeah i think we'll so. see what comes yeah, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens who knows whatever i hope that uh, only good things happen that's just how i live my life but i don't trust that only good things will happen right you know you know, hope for the best and prepare for the worst. It's just the level-headed thing to do. Uh, another big headline for some reason. <laughs> this got so much gas, even though it's the biggest nothing burger ever. Um, 
a troll thought it would be a good idea to order a U.S. Capitol flag from Elizabeth Warren's office in the name of Satoshi Nakamoto. Now, it's a great idea. <laughs> okay. Gold sat sticker, I think. Uh, yeah. It's a fun troll. But then the gas that it received was just a little bit ludicrous. It was pretty much just bait for all of the Bitcoin Twitter bros and Noster posting and Telegram posting for a bunch of turd react emojis to be flown. Because the takeaway was that somehow now Elizabeth Warren is endorsing Satoshi Nakamoto and she's backtracking on her Bitcoin statements and like that somehow this means, you know, that she's like contradicted herself or something. Uh, when any old jackass can get a... F- get a capital flag for somebody. You got to go onto the website, you fill the form out, you put the name in the field, you pay the 65 bucks or whatever it is. I don't fucking know. Uh, and just to prove that uh, any old schmuck can get one of these, I've got one right over there on the shelf. I've got one on the shelf. In honor of your uh, I don't know Eagle it, Scout? I don't know if it really can be seen from here. Uh, but trust me, right above Almost. That, <laughs> on that glowy shelf up there, there's one. I'll put a picture in the show notes. I'll put a picture in the show notes. Yeah, anybody can get one of those. So, no, no, they don't even bother the senator with these kind of things. It's just a staffer thing. The architect of the Capitol is the office it goes through. The architect of the Capitol flies hundreds of these things every single day. They fill out hundreds, hundreds of thousands of these requests per year for, uh, for a honorary flag. But this one says... Uh, a certificate, much like mine up there on the shelf, it says the flag of the United States of America. This is to certify that the accompanying flag was flown over the U.S. Capitol in honor of Satoshi Nakamoto for the 15th anniversary of Bitcoin, the first truly inclusive financial system that is providing new economic freedoms to populations previously ignored by both public and private institutions. Americans are forever grateful. And then, of course, it is signed Elizabeth Warren because whoever signed, you know, whoever got the flag is in uh, in Massachusetts, I guess. They're in her district, or they're in her state, because it's Senate, you know, so it's a statewide thing. Now, it's a great troll. Don't get me wrong. It's a funny troll. There's her signature. There's the statement. They're on the same piece <laughs> yeah. of paper. Ha, 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 See? Look, she said that. She, she didn't say that. That's, no. that's the thing. That's, that's the part of the takeaway that it's just not true. Yeah. This isn't a political endorsement or position taken. It's just somebody participated in the, by, a, by a U.S. flag program. Which uh, all Americans, by the way, are entitled to participate in this program. As long as you pay the cheese, you can get the flag and honor your uh, whatever you want, including Satoshi Nakamoto. So, yeah. I think that's fun. I see you there. That someone did that. That's cute. Mm-hmm. What, has she had to have her staffers put out statements and stuff? Is that... Uh. I don't the even level know. It's gotten to, I don't even or? know actually if she responded. Probably not. Yeah, safe or not to. Yeah. As a politician. Oh, this says it's just thirty-four bucks. You just pay thirty-four dollars, according to this. Yeah, that's one dollar too much. Screen cap thirty-three eighty. Oh. Yeah. They rounded up. That's pretty much nothing for what you get is a nice flag that's been flown over the U.S. Capitol or whatever. You know, especially if you get to troll dunk on a uh, Elizabeth Warren along the way. Yeah, Miss Cryptal. That's a great move. That's a great move, I say. So, hey, you know, it's good fun. Yeah. Good fun. We see you out there. Good troll. Solid troll. Um, The bait takers, though, it's like, just take a couple of breaths, man. Have a Gatorade. Calm down. (laughs) 
Jesus. Need to rehydrate, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this, these knee jerkers, dude. It's just like, come on. People will get mad over anything, huh? They get mad or excited. Jeez. Like, yo, we won, man. Now she has to rescind it's, her bill. Like, dude. Uh, no. no. Dude, she probably won't even hear about it. Yeah. Probably try to tell her and just walk out of the room. Uh, U.S. Treasury admits Wall Street Journal reported misleading numbers on Bitcoin use by militant groups. Oh, wow. You remember this story? What a thunk. Yeah, they were saying like a gajillion dollars was sent to Hamas because Bitcoin is bad. Shit mm-hmm. like this. Uh, the Treasury's Undersecretary for Terrorism and Financial Intelligence, Brian Nelson, confirmed that Hamas and other militant groups still prefer traditional means of finance during a House Financial Services Committee hearing on Wednesday. Cold, hard cash. That's right. On pallets. Uh, Senators are writing legislation based on the Wall Street Journal's inaccurate reporting. Since Treasury has accurate data, it has an obligation to correct the record on the size of Hamas's digital asset fundraising efforts, he added. Uh, Brian Nelson, the dude from Financial Intelligence, said that uh, we don't expect the number is very high. When asked about the amount of digital assets raised by the militant groups, quote, we also assess that terrorists still prefer, frankly, to use traditional products and services. So the terrorists prefer the Federal Reserve note. Yes. Just send your cash. The terrorists, okay. preserve, uh, uh, they prefer the petrodollar. Just so you know, just so everybody's aware, Elizabeth Warren. Somebody tell Elizabeth Warren. Oh, gosh. Thank you for the endorsement. Uh the binding endorsement, the legally binding endorsement. Thank you for that. And thank you for um, the petrodollar um, attention. We need, to, we need to destroy the petrodollar because it is funding terror around the world. Yes. Think of the children. People are buying drugs with that. Criminals often use uh, the petrodollar, the Federal Reserve notes. Criminals are uh, often apprehended with large stacks of Federal Reserve notes. Money laundering takes place primarily using uh, Federal Reserve notes as a vehicle to commit crimes. And so my concern, I think, is this, this awful Federal Reserve note, this petrodollar that uh, is causing a lot of problems. A lot of problems. People are dying, you know. Worldwide. People are dying, and we're all in this together, Elizabeth Warren. So chop, chop, let's go. This is a war on people. This, uh, this Federal Reserve note is not going to ban itself. Okay. <laughs> we the people need your help. Um, lastly, no, not necessarily lastly. Let's end on a good one. Uh, Apple confirms uh, a bad one before a good one. Apple confirms iOS 17.4 disables progressive web apps in the EU. Hmm. Come on, Apple. What the fuck? That's. These are always so closed off walled garden. What's up? What's Yay. up? iPhone users in the European Union can access websites directly from the home screen through a bookmark, but PWA features won't be available. Come on, don't fight the future of PWAs just because you want your iron death grip on the fucking app store. Oh, everything gotta go through the app store so we can fucking ask for 30%. What the hell? Just let me download something from the fucking internet iPhone stands for internet phone. Come on, people. PWA is the future. Well, is Apple just following the laws that the EU has uh, 
sure. Pass. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just following the laws. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. They've got to, you know, they've got to comply. Yeah. They couldn't, you know, they, it would be so impossible for them to put out a statement saying, like, that it's too technically hard for them or something, you know? It could just make bullshit up. No. They got to comply, man. Of course. Yeah, you're right. Not their fault. They're just uh, following the law like a good boy. You know, because you have to do that. There's, it's, it's, once it becomes a law, you just have to follow it because it's the law. You know, I mean, you can't not follow the law. Well, as a corporation, if you want to keep getting the money, yeah. Bunch of pussies. Yeah, total pussy move. Bunch of fucking pussies over there. But what do you expect from Apple? I don't think Steve Jobs would have uh, rolled over spread cheeks. But what do I know? He would at least try to make a deal or something. He was uh, a lot about uh, kind of using his inertia to bump and push laws around like boop, boop, boop. Oh, oh, I just made it a pain in their ass. And now they have to change the law. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Whoopsies. I didn't mean yeah. to do that. They've got the money. Hey, I don't to even lobby know what I'm doing and change, I just, but I got a computer here. It's doing stuff. What the fuck do I know? Yeah. So mutiny wallet is probably the hardest hit over this because they were already removed from the app store. And then the workaround was, hey, just download it as a PWA. You can use Mutiny Wallet as a PWA. Well, no, not if you're in the right. Euro zone. Hmm. Not if you're in the Grand European Union. Mutiny Wallet put out a tweet, a foolish and malicious cop-out by Apple. What does this mean for user, uh, Mutiny users? If you've installed as a PWA, the data is segregated. With the new update, Apple will bounce you to Safari, which still works. However, it'll be at a blank slate. Be sure and back up your seed phrase, people. <laughs> so all you European bowlers, if you're using Mutiny, uh, back up your seed phrase and, I don't know, maybe try an Android. Yep. Cotton Gin says, Apple invented PWAs, by the way, under wow. Steve's lead. Back under Steve's uh, tenure. Yeah. Yeah, true Apple. Doesn't, uh, doesn't surprise me. Ugh. Oh, man. Good times. All right, some uh, ear bleach for you, and then I'll wrap it up. Umbral introduces new Umbral Home. Oh, boy. And also teases Umbral OS V1.0. Going to bring it out into the uh, full 1.0 uh, official first release. Nice. Introducing Umbral S 1.0 in the new upgraded Umbral Home, according to this Umbral announcement. Uh, which, by the way, I'm proud to say they started with the wonderful phrase, the wait is over. Oh, nice. So when you see Umbral tweet, the wait is over, you know, you, you just park up. You say, oh, 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 no longer waiting. Uh, the wait is um over, introducing Umbral OS 1.0 and the new upgraded Umbral Home. Umbral OS 1.0 is a complete rebirth of Umbral OS engineered from scratch for unparalleled stability, UX, and security, according to the statement. Uh, rolling out on March 18th 2024 so it's just under a month that this uh full launch is expected so they're getting ahead of the getting ahead of the hype machine here trying to build hype early uh and mm. that is the release date by the way for the umbral home users and the raspberry pi users and then if you're running umbral just on ubuntu and debian april 2024 is expected to uh have the release there Okay. As far as the new Umbral Home, now the Umbral Home is the physical server you can buy from them. Yes. Uh, they say it's supercharged with the new Intel N100 chip, a faster 16 gigs of RAM, and a 2 terabyte SSD. 
five times faster versus Raspberry Pi 4s, twice as fast as the Pi 5. We're excited excited to introduce it at just three ninety nine. Mm. Getting three ninety nine, not free ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, you can build one yourself a lot cheaper than yeah, that. Yeah, you should save some Skrill and, you know... <laughs> Buy sats with the money that's left over. Just half the speed of a fully juiced $400 Umbro Home, you could just put one on a Pi 5. That's a thing. That's a thing. But, uh, yeah, kind of a, a little little tease there. So if you really want to build a node, and you've got some uh, fiat that you could just flip to a one of these things, it does kind of take a lot of the lifting out, you know? Mm. It is a bit of like, uh, I mean, you've, you've had a good experience with yours. Yeah, two years overall. strong. And you're running just on a Pi? Yes. You can run on any Ubuntu or Debian machine, though. That's what, uh, that's what Pfeiffer's doing. That's right. You just spun one up. A little Umbral server going on. Yeah. A little Umbral lightning node. More beef. So that's fun. Basically, the, the pitch there is... This is a pre-built um, node. If you don't really want to build a node, you want to go easy mode. And you go, you know what? I've got more money than I've got time. Well, hell, yeah, that's the solution for you. For me, my problem is opposite. Yeah. I'm kind it's, of, I'm, you know, I'm light on both, but time I have slightly more of, I think. It doesn't even take that long, though, to build a node. I mean, because either way, you're going to have to wait for the blockchain to sync. That's the longest part. Mm-hmm. Well, you and I know that. I think these things ship with uh, most of it synced. Okay. And you just gotta you just gotta resync what's been done between then and now. I think. Huh. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. I've read a couple times though. I, th- I get the impression that you can do that. Also, Umbral OS, so operating system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can split hairs about what that <laughs> means, if you wish. I was I was I in the chat. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer to call it uh, GNU slash Linux, personally. That's what I've been taking to call it. Um, anyway, that's my shit stay. That was an interesting, uh, entertaining one. I, yeah, some fun yeah, things happened. felt like more cocaine than shit stay this week. That's right. Thank you, chat. I knew you'd be there. <laughs> uh, next up, of course, is my favorite part of the whole show. Top three. I guess I should start us off with some breaking news. We're following breaking news out of Russia. Russian authorities have reportedly detained a Los Angeles woman on suspicion of treason. New video this morning shows the unnamed 33-year-old woman being led away by police. Russian authorities say she was accused of raising money to support Ukraine's war. The woman has dual Russian-American citizenship. If she's convicted, she could face up to 20 years in prison. Isn't that a strange one? No clues to her identity, yeah, except that she is 33. Who could have guessed it? A mysterious 33-year-old woman. Yeah. Get uh, her in the van now. And the footage just shows like a close-up of lady hands cuffed behind the back, and then she's walking away with two guards on either side, you know, and you see the back of her head, blonde hair. Could be anyone. Uh, but it's a little... Strange. I don't know. And the 33 number, of course. Good clue. Something's up. Red flag. Yeah. Definitely a red flag. It's very suspicious and mysterious. Yeah, you think? And it's just, 
how is that even a story? Uh, you know? Okay. They, they, they ran with it, and then it's a story. A Russian-American wanted on treason could face 20 years, but why am I invested in this story? I don't know. It was, uh, it was all very strange, and so I had to bring it to the top 333, and that was this morning. They saved this one for a Tuesday, which I appreciated. Was she uh, in handcuffs, something like this? No, they weren't fuzzy handcuffs. They uh, were the boring, standard, silver ones. You hate to see it. Yeah. It's the uh, uncomfortable kind. It just felt so fake, <laughs> you know, and it probably is because it's <laughs> on the news. Well, if you mentioned uh, it being associated in any way, shape, or form with Russia, I'm, I'm scared of it. I have, a, I have a fear now. Oh, that's what they yeah, my want heart, from you. My heart rate increase. And uh, I pooped a little bit in my pants. And she was, you know, sending money to Ukraine. So you're supposed to also feel some sort of... Yeah, how does that work? <sighs> I don't know. PayPal? Oh, There's a Los Angeles woman. But the Russians got her. She was sending money to Ukraine. From Russia, yeah. From Russia. Of Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Well, she was dual citizenship, Russian-American, living in Los Angeles. Well, I don't know. how. Where does Los <laughs> Angeles come into play here? She could literally be an actress, Los is what Angeles. that suggests to me, right? Like, I'm not even convinced <laughs> it's a real place. Let's be honest. <laughs> Keep reading about it, seeing it in movies. <laughs> yeah, it's just in the movies. I don't think it's there. I supposedly even flew over it one time and changed airplanes, but I don't know. It didn't feel, like, legitimate. Yeah. We were probably just, like, in Albuquerque. You never know. And they said it was Los Angeles, you know. Could have still been in Missouri. <laughs> I try to know. They just changed the set, you know, shake the plane a little for like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're here. Uh, well, speaking of Ukraine, they made the top 333 again in their uh, another way. Oh. And this time it was Ukraine's defense industry leaps forward. 33 enterprises transformed into LLCs amid global support. Hmm. And okay. I found this story popped up from BNN Breaking, which I never heard of before. So I had to do some digging into this new site. What is this? You know, uh, it's based in Hong Kong. Got a red flag, for sure. Launched in 2022 by an Indian-American entrepreneur by the name of Gurbaksh Singh Chahal, who, before this venture, founded several internet advertising companies. You follow me? Because this is spooky. I'm with you. It's just ads. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all, it's like, oh, breaking news. That's just the new form of clickbait. Breaking news. Someone tweeted something. Here Whoa, you go. No way. Um, I need soy jack neckbeard pointing without mouth agape immediately. <laughs> to a tweet? Yes, to a tweet, to an ad that they clicked on, to a Ukraine flag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything above, every, all of the above. That's what I want. Well, Mr. Chahal here created his first pay-per-click website at the age of 16 in 1998, and then he was able to sell it in 2000 for 40 million dollars wow so he became a millionaire overnight at the age of 18 and then must be fucking nice must be fucking nice yep you just can follow his record of building and flipping advertising companies from there like one was you know behavioral targeting ads 
All so. cash, baby. Oh, what's the user clicking around on? Let's uh, suggest that they buy one of those things. That makes sense. See the reason why you go to like your local news site and then the ads at the bottom Ugh. are like the trash of the trash. It's like. I think it might be. Yeah, like toe be, fungus. And it'll be like a toe fungus one. And then there'll bellies. be like a a sandwich that's like cut in a triangle. But then it's like blurry. And when you're scrolling fast, it looks like a vagina. And then you oh. look closer and you're like, oh, that's a sandwich. But it was totally purposely made to look like a vagina. A nice suggestive ads there. Yeah, that kind of shit. Mine are always gross. And it's like, eat this one food they don't want you to know about or something, you know, bullshit. Yeah. Mine's always like, it shows a bat, a fat belly, like becoming slender with red lines, <laughs> like burn fat overnight <laughs> with one simple trick. Uh, wart removal. Yeah. Earwax. Uh, <sighs> like, Alan and Oprah used to sell. Yeah. Exactly. It's at the bottom of, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess it's just it on our out. news sites now. And this out. guy is making a fortune off of it. Yeah. <sighs> do not trust. Do not trust is what it said to me. But, you know, this is a great ad for what Ukraine has been working towards, um, which is, of course, you know, uh, becoming part of the uh, military industrial complex and uh, in an arms trader for the globe with mm. all the money that we've given them. And, such so they were down by five but they got the five additional companies turned into llc's this past week thanks to the ukrainian defense industry oh thanks um, buddies collectively they are known as the ukro boron prom so if you are into this and you know about it that would be the headline is like ukro boron prom you know has transformed 33 enterprises i've seen a lot of Newer articles coming out there, but BNN did break this news. They got the wire first, you know, the little PR release. So then it lists out all the countries that Ukraine has to thank for this. You know, Germany gave $7 billion in aid. The U.S., uh, $60 billion potentially going, right? Like, this is the aid package that's being discussed now. France has given military equipment and intelligence. Denmark transferred all of its artillery to Ukraine. Uh, Norway on the uh, brink of signing a security agreement with Ukraine. You know, maybe hire Ukraine as your country's security, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, they're a player in the global arms market now. Oh, fuck, you're going to make me agree. <laughs> you remember how uh, <laughs> Russia wanted the Merchant of Death back? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of makes sense now. Mm. <laughs> makes a little more sense. Oh, man. They've got arms over there. <laughs> and they're going to start trading them and selling them and making them disappear and end up in other places. And there's going to be a lot of money laundered through there, isn't there? Just speculation. I don't know. But here was a quote from the article. The move towards corporatization reflects a strategic effort to enhance operational efficiency attract foreign investment, and foster collaborations that could lead to groundbreaking advancements in military technology. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't like the sounds of this. But, uh, you know. Explosive news. <sighs> Shit's been <coughs> going on since before I was born. I didn't start the fire. I didn't start the war, either. And my final story for the top 333 comes from Rhode Island, where state police arrested five 
guys seized five guns along with 33 kilos of fentanyl, four and a half kilos of cocaine, 3.3 kilos of meth, and 17 pounds of marijuana. And that's just the headline. They got a bunch more stuff. More goodies inside. Um, because, you know, they don't even talk about the money. That's what really pisses me off. <laughs> because this is an example of equitable sharing. Ah, this boy. is where the DEA comes into the state and says, hey guys, let's work together. Let's take some people down. And they had their HIDTA involved. We've talked about these task forces a lot in the mm-hmm. bowl. The high intensity drug trafficking areas and task forces. Yeah. Uh, they're involved state police from, you know, d- different um, yeah smaller police departments. And then the DEA comes in. They're like, ooh, that's, to seal a, the deal. that's a nice county case you have there. Be a shame if someone came along and made it a federal one. Yeah. Yeah, let's pump those numbers, boy. That's like yeah. the first step, too. DEA gets involved. They're like, ah, okay, so, you know, you've been buying, like, personal amounts of these things. But we could... uh you know, we can make it bigger. We could talk in the millions of dollars range. And blah, 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 blah. Ugh. Maybe. Uh, just speculation. In Minecraft. <laughs> um, And so, and of course, in 1984, the Comprehensive Crime Control Act came to be, which led to the creation of the Asset Forfeiture Program, which is what I'm getting at here. They come in and through equitable sharing, the state and local agencies that are a part of these operations get to keep 80% of the forfeitures. And then mm-hmm. the DA gets a 20% kickback, which is great for them because they don't really do the work on these. You know, these are state and local matters. Mm-hmm. They just maybe help uh, and trap and uh, seal the deal. Just take a laundering fee. Exactly. So that you can circumvent uh, the state constitution, which in our state says that all that money is supposed to go to the revolving school board fund. That's right. And it never does. <laughs> no, but, it goes right back into uh, toys for the cops, pennies from heaven. Yeah, it's pennies from heaven. Mm-hmm. Yes, my uh, when I really felt like I was gonna be a good journalist at the student newspaper, <laughs> I wrote that story and um, got it stolen by some British fag. What's his name? Oliver something. Yeah. Oliver Twist. Yeah, he's <laughs> Oliver <laughs> Twist. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter. There's no integrity in journalism, but I I was proud of that story. Uh, anyway, 170 grams of heroin. They left that one out of the headline. Why? They already put so many stupid numbers in there. 4.5, 17, 5, 5, 33, 3.3. That's too many numbers for a headline. <laughs> it should have just been like Rhode Island State Police and DEA arrest five seize drugs but whatever i you know i'm uh then it not that wouldn't it wouldn't have been lorian bait though <laughs> yeah they had to, fine 33 kilos of fentanyl should have been included because that's the hook line and sinker with the magic number and the big bad of the drug world right now if you're a normie <laughs> following the news and wanting to fuel the war on drugs to keep on a chugging mm-hmm. down the line. Yeah, that's that's a hot in it right now. But this is the most offensive part. So uh, they got narcotics distribution materials, quote, from the police release, the feds, 
and a large sum of United States currency. Mm. Those feds aren't going to fucking tell us how much money they got. Nah. Where's the fun in that? That ain't it's right. It's an investigation, you know, to close oh. matter. And these five guys, they uh, ranged in age from 25 to 41. So, you hate to see it. Just hate to see it. But anyways, I do love seeing the curtain and going behind it. So, let's do that. I'm into that. Good. I just talked about the DEA for a while, and they came out with an article this week, a little propaganda piece entitled, Not Just Weed. I kind of want to read it, because it's just silly. And I'm going to read it in the true DEA voice. Uh Uh-oh. It's just weed. Spend enough time at parties or clubs... And you will probably hear this phrase used in instances of peer pressure to use marijuana. But what this reassurance does not convey is that cannabis is four times as potent today as it was just three decades ago. The amount of Delta-9 THC in marijuana seized by the DEA has spiked from 3.4% in 1993 to 15.34% in 2021. Okay, those numbers are stupid and mean nothing and also are old. Old as that talking point. Yeah. It's not your granddad's weed. Isn't it so frustrating? You hear that, Granddad? Hands off my weed. It's not your weed. Just put a seed in some dirt, <laughs> Johnny Pot seed, you know? No questions about it. It is just weed. It is just weed. It came from a seed, it grew in the dirt, and now it's weed. Wow. What a concept. Blowing my mind. You know, it's just fucking, you know it, you smell it. Makes you feel good. It helps. That's weed. It's not about all this numbers and percentages and especially when you're hearing stories about the market lab shopping to get inflated THC percentages <sighs> this is why you gotta go homegrown anyways this uh thing continues and there's an interesting new group in here that I want to get to okay uh Mr. DEA man Higher THC levels in marijuana are linked to increased problems with memory and learning, distorted perception, difficulty in thinking and problem solving, and loss of coordination. I mean, that just sounds like a fun time to me. (laughs) There's also, you know... Half the point. It's also one of those uh, study citation needed, as in this whole article, everything that they're going to say. We don't have enough studies, but studies show that uh, it's very bad. They don't even have to say studies show. They just drop this bullshit. They're like, let's scare people today. And specifically parents. Because this is who this is targeted at, you know? Studies show marijuana can be very psychologically addictive. Think of your children. This isn't just weed anymore. It's like weed plus plus. (laughs) They don't quite say that, but... They do say more stupid stuff. 
Higher THC also exacerbates the effects associated with regular use of cannabis, including physical dependence and withdrawal following discontinuation, as well as psychological addiction or dependence. This withdrawal thing really drives me nuts. I've never had that happen to me, personally. Same. And I've taken many a tolerance break. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Some nine months long. (laughs) Yeah, I've never had a problem... Because I was like, oh, and weed, oh, I'm having a system shock. I've actually done a lot of weird shit uh, in my adult life. And I've only had withdrawals, physical withdrawal symptoms from one thing, ever. One thing. And? That's, <laughs> and? that's Taco Bell food. <laughs> that's well, disgusting. When I worked there, uh, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college, I had to go on a vacation. Had to. Got, I went on vacation. <laughs> Uh, and I like went to Texas from the college town I was living in and working at Taco Bell in, and I was just like being broke and just eating for free at Taco Bell is pretty much what I ate, right? Because you could eat there for free, and then I would just <laughs> drink the rest of the time. You don't need to eat when you're just drinking, and uh, that was pretty much my diet for <laughs> a good solid <laughs> too long. I don't remember, you know, long enough. Um. Maybe like a month and a half, two months. And then when I went down there and I had no Taco Bell, I had like, if you look up like uh, delirium tremens from alcohol withdrawals or if you look up like uh, getting dope sick. Yeah. Uh, all of the all of those symptoms presented, like the cold sweats, the fever, the shits uh, for three <laughs> days. Gross. Um, couldn't sleep. All kinds of bad stuff, dude. It was wild. Yeah, so never eat that. I think it's something in the beef and something in the cheese. Because <laughs> that's what, like, gets you. <laughs> the I most s- sacred components. Ad, you see the ad and you see the beef and cheese and you're like, oh, fuck. You get the itch. That's. Gr- I'm sorry f- to hear that. Yeah, that- <laughs> it's something weird, man. I don't <laughs> trust it. It's probably, like, very vo- uh, voodoo-y. I couldn't tell you exactly what it is. Well, isn't the, their beef, like, very low-grade? Yeah, I tr- I always I try to find it. citations about it and different this and that. Yeah, yeah, but you you probably saw those shipments coming, and it probably would have said like USDA grade F or something. Somebody there it. told me that it was E grade E or whatever. Yeah. I think is the lowest it can serve to humans, but Ugh. I don't know what it is actually. I have no idea. Mm, yeah, I do know it's fucking bad for you. It'll fuck you up. I do know that. I know that you can get uh, physical and psychologically addicted to it, which is you know. Hilarious. Yeah, and it's... Because they uh, get a Super Bowl ad and weed gets trashed. It's 50 state legal, Taco Bell. Did you know that? You know, and there's no caps on how many cheesy beef cordita crunches you can get. If you have over 28 grams of the beef and cheese, you will not be raided by any federal agency, turns out. It's weird. (sighs) Yeah. Like, what's up with that? Homemade tacos is the way. Yes. All of that stuff with good beef. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. Doesn't make you then you look at your the, choices. The T bell, and you're like, that's gross. It's just slop. <laughs> or one of our mutual friends that used to work there with you says, you gotta get the if you are going to eat it, get everything separate. Don't let them put it together for you because then you have to eat it right away. And if you have to drive home, it's inedible by the time you get home. But oh, if you yeah, get everything separated. And- it's not so bad. <laughs> it's just, just a so gross. A constructed burrito expires in like two minutes 
or something like that. <laughs> That's something weird. There's like a number. Mm. It's, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm more worried about that than the pot for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, uh, now they're going to say something disturbing. Even more disturbingly, all too often. That's a weird phrase, all too often. Even more disturbingly, all too often. Yeah, so so far they've said nothing. According to studies. People are unaware that marijuana, especially when it contains more THC, is a risk factor for psychosis and schizophrenia, as well as the fact that it stunts brain growth, sometimes includes lead, lead, and mercury, and can alter male sperm DNA linked to autism. They're oh trying God. to blame weed for autism. <laughs> hmm. I think that's something else going on. I do too. Making the I autism. do too. I've worked with a lot of male sperm. <laughs> that's uh, you know, from yeah. a yeah, you know, yeah, it works. I guess bowlers, and it's uh always worked it works. well for happy and healthy children. Yeah. But yeah, you know, just blame it on the weed. What can you? Isn't yeah. that? It's such a silly pivot to me. Like we have a problem. Look over here. Blame it on the weed. It couldn't possibly be the legal things. You know, the shitty food that you let your kids eat, or all the vaccinations they're required to get, or the prescription drugs that we give to them when they're three years old and can't sit still. No, it's the weed, man. Maybe you smoked weed and it's your fault that your kids are messed up. Yeah. No. Maybe you smelled weed once at a party. <laughs> Secondhand well, weed. Fucked now. Have fun with autism. <sighs> yeah, and then saying it huh, sometimes includes lead and mercury. Huh. I haven't yeah. heard that one before, but I do know some other things that often include mercury for sure. Tuna. Mm-hmm. And uh, vaccines. <laughs> And I mean, you can look it up in the ingredients list there. Yeah. Not on the tuna. But you guys Google it. Yeah. Very frustrating. And uh, one final line. Operation Parent. A group dedicated to giving parents, coalitions, schools, and churches the information they need to combat drug use hosted a February webinar during which psycho- psychology and genetics professor Dr. Danielle Dick presented some of these facts and more. So Operation Parent. Wow. What a horrible, literally op. Op daddy gov. Mm-hmm. Dot gov. <sighs> and also I just like that her she's Dr. Dick. <laughs> Dr. Dick. Oh, that tickled me. I bet. Yep. And the DEA has a whole uh website aimed at families and schools called Get Smart About Drugs. <laughs> you know, this is the, Yeah, stop these paying are, too much. The pamphlets that you will find if you go to a public school, it's from this branch of the DEA's web team. <laughs> the propaganda arm, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. And doctors named Dick. <laughs> from Operation Parent. Like, 
get away from me. That's how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. It's so offensive. And, you know, they'll always say, if someone says something positive about weed, weed, well, you can't say that because there's no study to back it up. But then they say something outrageously negative and there's no citation needed because mm-hmm. they run the show. That's right. No trusted authority because there's three letters in their agency acronym. Yeah. That's well, all you need to know, man. Who knew? Yeah. You funded it. And I never consented to it either. <laughs> Pisses me off. Well, uh, Lizard, I mean, person that we mentioned earlier on the show mm-hmm. is in one of my clips today. And that is because Elizabeth Warren was interviewed this week. Lizard Beth Warren. Yes, Lizard Beth Warren on a podcast that goes by the title Pod Save America. Oh, boy. And um, been a while since I heard that one. I decided... Clipped. To clip a little bit of it because it got kind of weedy. Does it save America? I'm ready to be saved. No, you got to save yourself. (laughs) You and other Democratic senators recently asked the Biden administration to remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act entirely, which would decriminalize it on a federal level. Um, Have you heard back from DOJ or DEA or had any conversations with the administration about this? Okay. Okay. So... Uh, administration, I won't talk about private conversations, but, um, uh, but it was a wing for for those of you listening. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, wow. DEA. I just want you to know, Bowler, that if we are doing a podcast and you wink at me, I'm not going to say the quiet part out loud. (laughs) Right. Uh, either you were there, you're watching the video format, or you're listening to the audio and you just kind of miss out on those things. Yeah. You got to use your imagination when you're hearing the sounds. I, I really also love how... Wow, are they really winking? It sounds like they're winking. Did they really wink? I, I heard a wink. I wonder. She's so forceful with a yep, 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 yep. And then when it comes to answer, it goes... Why is that? Uh, Smells like senators to me. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, we're pushing on them now. Pushing on them. I want them to deschedule marijuana altogether. And and look, just for anybody, uh, since we're talking to our wonky friends out mm-hmm. there, it, look, if the Republicans didn't block us, we'd run this through. Oh, Congress. bullshit. Right. Now. Every fucking time. I think that. <laughs> it's always this red blue shit. So if you're blue, yeah. you say, well, the reds are in our way. And the reds will say, these blues, you know, we can't get it done without. A campaign contribution in your vote in November. Get fucking wrecked. You assholes are playing the same game. I also hate that she says our wonky friends out there because I read crap legislation week after week, bowl after bowl to see what's coming down the yeah. pipes for pot, you know, mm-hmm. what they're trying to regulate. Oh, yeah. Come up with uh, boxes for and caps and such. So you might as well call me Willy Wonky. But oh, you're the biggest weed wonk I know. I don't see this in a blue red fucking paradigm oh, at got all. No yeah, fucking friends out there. No, and um, we just want to repeal prohibition. Is all that's right. Simple as. Yeah. Also, yeah, I guess she's stuttering because she needs to get to her talking points. These people live off of the talking points, and yeah. if you get outside of there, that's a danger zone for them. You can almost hear their attorneys butt clenching. Mm-hmm. Notice the uh, host didn't mention that. Oh, for those of you in the audio format, the attorneys just clinched their butt cheeks. No, of course not. And you know, they were right there in front of them. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> behind the camera. Yeah, they shifted a little, moved that ass. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Not a position I'd want to be in. But I'll let her go on. Republicans didn't block us. We'd run this through Congress. Yeah, right. And you just legalize it. Hello? Uh, Don't. But the Republicans Hello, block man. us on this. I'm cool. I'm Elizabeth Warren. Right now, marijuana is a Schedule One drug, which means it's scheduled right up there with heroin and cocaine. That means it has already been proven. This is what's supposed to be the case before it gets Schedule One, that it has no medicinal value, no help to anyone under any circumstances, and you can't run tests on it. You can't, like, see how it works, and does it work better for pain relief? Except for, they can, you know, and they have. For anxiety, uh, for PTSD. Mm. Um, if we just deschedule it, look, there still could be regulations around it, like there is around alcohol. You've got to be a certain age. You've got to have certain disclosures about the potency and so on. I'm all for that. But I really want to say but to the DEA, but. guys, come on. Yeah. It is not... 1958. You know? Yeah. What happened in 1958? Now, that's what I was wondering. And all I could see is this historic photo of a bunch of weed crops being burned by cops. Mm. But yeah, I thought that was a strange year for her to no. pick. Is it the year she was born? Well, it was the 30s when they rug pulled prohibition of alcohol. And so they kind of turned their sights on weed and the Anslinger campaign ramped up and they kind of poured a lot of money that had been. Going into the revenue men, busting up stills and rounding up alcohol that kind of spilled over into, okay, let's find a new demon weed. And the first federal pot arrest was right around that time. And then it was kind of that same energy until the war on drugs dropped and the DEA formed and started off under Nixon. So I don't know if the 50s are a weird time to cite, but I think it's a typical lefty like decade to grab for like, Oh, that was peak bad everything that we hate was the 50s. And this isn't the 50s anymore, man. Everybody's square. Okay. I don't know. She was born in 49, so she wasn't just reaching for her birth year either. <laughs> yeah, fi- 1958. When I was a little girl. When I, was a little girl. <laughs> when I tried smoking reefer for the first time. When I, when I was a young papoose. I don't know. It did catch me as quite strange. It is strange. Very specific year. Lizards really uh, speak this way. Yeah. She's trying to be casual and cool, you know? It just comes off as disingenuous. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. 58. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. we don't need to be terrified of this stuff. Let's just deschedulize it. Yeah. Deschedulize. And we, you think that but the I, administration yeah. or the DEA has the power to do that without an act yes, of Congress? Yes, they do. They clearly have the power. They are the ones who are responsible for scheduling. And it's just, it's the classic. We're doing this all the time now. In places where the Republicans are blocking us in Congress, mm. then we're moving forward on the other side. Yeah. We're moving forward in um, uh, and trying to do what we can administratively. One, uh, one last important uh, question on this issue. Important. comes from our team here at Pod Save America. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to give you a list of people. She's ready. Uh-huh. And we'd love for you to pick four of them as your dream blunt rotation. <laughs> for those who aren't familiar, a dream blunt rotation is a group of people you'd hypothetically like to smoke weed with uh-huh. because they'd be really fun time. Okay. Hypothetically. Okay. So all I'm really telling you, this has nothing to do with weed. Just in, yeah, this if is you just were someone who do you think is fun, these are people you'd go get pedicures with. This right. is what Small you're telling me. Right. I just want to sure I'm following this. Okay. Small Small pedicure, okay. The whole I'm, I'm ready. 
He should have asked her what a blunt is. <laughs> Can you tell us in your own words, what is a blunt? Yeah, she would have said... Uh, I've never done a blunt. I'd do one. Because now she's pivoting to pedicures. Pedicures? Someone you'd get a pedicure with. That's she's my like, blunt oh, circle. Right. Oh, yeah, so this is just like somebody I get a pedicure with. Okay. Someone you'd play with their feet while they play with your feet. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's foot day again. <laughs> Joe Biden, Kamala oh. Harris, Bernie Sanders, <gasps> Janet Yellen, Ed Markey, <gasps> The Rock, Nancy oh, Pelosi. The Rock. Yeah, I know oh, you I'm have. Stop in there. Oh, I'm wait, just, whoa, 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 four times. Can Rock I four stop times? there? Uh, yeah. I had Nancy Pelosi, Snoop Dogg, Chuck Schumer, and Taylor Swift. Uh, I'm still I knew with The Rock. Taylor Swift <laughs> be in there. Of course. She Can is. you imagine though? Okay, there's something a little bit chuckle-inducing about imagine. Imagine you're in a blunt circle with four The Rocks. <laughs> and then they're just like they're fucking hitting it three times four times not passing like they're all bogarting the shit they're like looking into the camera and smoking and puffing and like trying to look big and you're like bro are you gonna just hang on that thing or are you passing it and then they pass it to, to another rock, rock who just like proceeds to do the same shit oh my god not my blunt circle dog no you gotta roll a blunt for the rocks and then roll a blunt for you while you watch the rocks smoke the blunt and i think why did they give her a list of people they should have just said just let her in go. your dream yeah, rotation just let her pick four don't put it on easy mode and all politicians except for the rock yeah. and taylor swift and snoop dog come on the last person she would ever picked in her blunt circle would have been roy blunt <laughs> that's for sure she is definitely not part of the blunt brigade no you know why? Because he's a red team go kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the reason that uh, she can't ram it through Congress. Right. She's trying to ram, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's the reason why they don't do shit. All 400 of her unrammable bills. Just The Rock. You and The Rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, four that, that, times that's so. totally it's fine. The same thing. All right. Four now, unfortunately, you have to pick your nightmare blunt rotation. Now, nightmare. pass me the So, rock. of course, this is the worst group Night- of people imaginable. Okay. Nightmare for. Sitting there while we're doing a pedicure. And this okay, is, I'm yeah, and, and these are just the most <laughs> annoying back to the feet that you can imagine sitting there smoking weed with. Okay, I'm ready. Elon Musk, yes. Ted Cruz, Jerome <laughs> yeah, oh, Powell. Oh, oh, Lord. <laughs> Mike Bloomberg, uh, Mitch McConnell, Mark Zuckerberg, Marianne she's Williamson, Stuart Teal, and Jamie Dimon. I'm starting to feel a little sick. <laughs> yep, she's <laughs> having <laughs> a stroke. That is really awful to contemplate. I know. You really know I've how really... to show a girl a good time. I just... oh, what I, the I put together a list fuck, just for lady. you. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, was, gonna, I was. I had done it at the first one. I'm just going to go back to the Rock. Yeah. Wow. And that's yeah, it. The Won't Rock even is the worst. The yeah, the Rock gets in the worst circle too. He's in the nightmare circle. Four rocks surrounding you. Some cringe shit. Yes. You know, a politician goes on a podcast and pretends it's a hang cast, guys, and that she can hang. And <laughs> pedicures. Mm-hmm. Does someone say pedicure? Pedicure. Hey, can you pedicure me right now while we're on live? Oh, sure. Put your feet up here. (laughs) (laughs) I need a cure for my peta. A foot cure, if you will. That's right. You just need more feet. (laughs) Smacking you, around you, touching you, wiggling and wriggling those little toes all over the place. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's what Elizabeth Warren wants. Clearly, she couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. She uh, was not interested in the blunt, just wanted to get a pedicure. Mm. Just horrible. She she should try a blunt. She needs one. It would help. But no. 
They can't. <laughs> in Nevada, the state has issued the first license for consumption lounge and allegedly it's going to open at the end of the month. So that's cool. All right. Way to go, Nevada. In South Dakota, Governor Christy Noem did sign that bill we talked about last bowl, which I was hoping she wouldn't, but she did not veto it. She signed it. And this allows employers of people in safety-sensitive jobs to be fired for being a medical patient alone. That's right. I remember that. That's great. Great. When can we... expect a bill that allows employers to fire people on uh, antidepressants mm-hmm. or antipsychotics. Now this other is medical patients, Christy you know? champion of freedom, champion of the people, uh, let businesses do what they need to do. No. Right. Yeah. No lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Except for if you're weed. Yeah. Then no weed. Then you're, then you're dangerous in a state where the people overwhelmingly supported legalizing it both medically and recreationally and she shut that down in court for shame oh well uh in virginia the house and senate have both passed separate bills that would allow the recreational retail market to open up and man virginia is a mess i didn't realize this you know they passed medical uh, and then legalized personal possession in 2021, which allows for home grow up to four plants, but they got to be tagged. And things that you have to put on your tags involve like your driver's license number. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to identify you as the plant owner. And of course, the rules we're hearing in every state where, oh, it's got to be locked and you can't be able to see it from, you know, the street. So you can't grow outside. It has to be locked away. Your manufacturer. Um, and so, although they made it legal to grow and possess it, you can't um, buy and sell it. You know, kind of one of those deals. It said that there would be uh, dispensaries and retail sales taking effect in January 1st of 2024. Well, that date has come and passed, and there was no follow-up bill laying out how the retail landscape would work. So, House has a bill, Senate has a bill, and they both have a lot of differences, namely in the social equity area. So, I won't bore you, uh, but they will have to come to an agreement on a bill that's not quite as good as the other, you know, just Mm. something worse than they both already are. And hopefully, sales will launch for anyone that wants to buy weed from the legal market. In 2025. Oh, boy. Yeah. And that's... Does that qualify for a... Uh, it's a step oh, I in guess. the right direction after all. After all, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction after all. And that's all to say if the governor doesn't veto it, because that's right. still an option on the table. Uh, the other option is uh, call your guy, see if he's still around. He probably, <laughs> I bet, takes cash, just like he always did. Or, you know, just stay in that four plant limit or whatever, you know, like you you can grow. (sighs) It's so frustrating. (laughs) You see your guy, tell him you need to buy a t-shirt. And then when he gifts you (laughs) whatever you want, you know, cool. Thanks for the t-shirt and the weed on the side. You were just sharing, not selling it. Correct. So the DC games. Yeah. You hate to see it. 
The, it's so stupid. Goofity. Uh, one final story for Behind the Curtain tonight comes from uh, a country that no one can stop talking about, and that's Ukraine, because President Volodymyr Zelensky signed the medical legalization bill into law. So now they just have to wait, because this is how legal shit goes. Hurry up and wait. Uh, I gotta wait for the health ministry to come up with a list of diseases and conditions for which weed can be prescribed. I don't get it, but here we are. Here we are. In the uh, the realm of slavery and laws to keep everyone down. And that's all I got for behind the curtain tonight. Just a lot of lizards about. Yeah, man, it's full of lizards back there. We gotta put some traps out. Yeah. It's getting a little bit out of hand. But just stick the lizards in a blunt... Circle, you know, blow some blunt smoke at them. I think they scurry away. Yeah, they'll start asking about pedicures, and we'll just keep them on the foot chatter. That's fine. I would rather them just talk about feet all day. It would be much more productive. You're going to meet them at their level. Exactly. It's a good strategy. I like that. Thank you. Uh, you know what else I like? A fresh hot metal moment. Oh hell yeah! After a little hiatus last week, the Rev is back in action, Woo! and uh, he's got something special whipped up for us. In the bowl and in the morning, this here is Sir Reverend Cybertrucker and Kenny and Rogu with this week's Metal Moment. Formed in 1981 and hailing from New York, Anthrax is considered one of the leaders of the thrash metal scene from the 1980s. They were also one of the first thrash metal bands, along with Overkill and Nuclear Assault, to emerge from the East Coast. Anthrax has been known to reference or draw influences from numerous sources in popular culture. The title track of the album Among the Living is based on the Stephen King novel The Stand, while A Skeleton in the Closet is based on King's novella, Apt Pupil. And this particular song is no exception. From the 1987 album, Among the Living, this is Anthrax, I Am the Law. Thrashing out. The Thrash Metro. 
That's right. The classics. There you go. Taking us back. Thank you, Rev. Yeah, thanks, Rev. Good to hear you back uh, on the road there, in the bowl. In the bowl again. And uh, to makes a good point. The chat has the old Rev Cybertrucker handle. And uh, maybe we should update that. To oh, the, yes. To the new uh, Mastodon. The Rev's on his own instance these days. Yeah, you can find him at Sir Rev Cybertrucker at RevCybertrucker.com. Oh, bam. Over on the Mastodon. I'll make a note to myself. This has to be updated on the split kit in the chapter. Ah, I see. But thanks to the split kit, if you boost during the metal moment, 99% of those sats will go to the rev and 1% will come to back to the bowl so we can give you a producer credit. There you go. Very uh, cool. Very legal. Uh, the Baron Rotterdam just boosted in. Look at that. Woo! 2222 sats. Out of Podverse, the great Oyston Bears says, I want a t-shirt that says, Possessed by Weed. Oh, that's a good one. We should make that. That would be good. I think that can be done. Oh, I know it can be done. I think that could be done. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me put that on the to-do list right now. Oh, no, no, no. That's going on mine. Okay, good. Perfect. I mean, I make the art week I'll after week, art. so. I'll make the shirts. Yep. I'll make shirt art. No problemo, because I want to wear that shirt, too. I am often possessed. There you go. By the weed. You got to wear shirts in order to take shirts off. Yeah, well, you got to wear shirts to leave the house, too, (laughs) because... That's them pesky laws, right? Yeah, I guess pants are more so the problem. Yeah, yeah. You can be topless here in Missouri. Shirts are for working. Yeah, that's right. Shirts are for working. Speaking of working, bowlers are working hard. Leaving voicemails all the time. We play a little game called The First Time I Ever. The first time I ever played Super Smash is the topic this week. First time I ever played Super Smash Bros. I don't care which version. Uh, call in 816 607 3663. That is the uh, F tie of the night. And we do have some folks, some good folks weighing in. All right. Including this first caller. Hi, in the bowl. What's up, guys? In the bowl. How's it going? How we doing? All right. So the first time I ever played Smash. Let's see. So I was like a freshman or sophomore in college when that came out. Oh, nice. And I was living in the dorms, and none of us had a 64. Like, I had one back home, because mm. I, but I had to leave it there because I had brothers. Right. So, like, we never had, like, dorm party Smash. You know, dorm smash parties or anything like that that I can recall. Uh, so I never played it back then. And then, uh, um, you know, I, I transferred to UMR and then I lived off campus because I was like getting married, right? So uh, I lived off campus, so I wasn't really in a social situation where I could play Smash. So I didn't play Smash then. And uh, I was an adult. I think it was when we got the Wii. Mm. So, like, fast forward a long time, I had kids of my own, and they were old enough to play games. We had a Wii, and I think that's when we, uh, I think we might have rented it one time or borrowed it from somebody, but we had Smash for a little bit, and we played that uh, with the kids. And so that's uh, about the first time uh, I played Smash, I think. So, uh, what a boring story. Oh. I wasn't very good at it. (laughs) You nailed it. Come on. Pfeiffer in the bowl. In the bowl, Pfeiffer. Yeah, you nailed it. Hell yeah. It goes way back. 
I love that. That is definitely the excuse for the Nintendo revival in my life. Is that the kids are old enough to play some stuff. And actually they find I think like Super Smash is the one that they can actually do reasonably. Not super crazy great. Like most maps they just keep falling off. Some of those maps are hard to stay on. Some of those arenas it's like they keep moving. The moving and, ones. Yeah. You gotta keep up. You gotta be ready. You gotta be mobile with your character. Know how to jump. Know your recovery moves. Or else it's it's not. You're not gonna have a good time on those. Yeah. It's still fun. It tickled me when Pfeiffer brought up the Wii because I never had a Nintendo growing up mm. and there were no kids in my neighborhood and my cousins were all much, much older than me and they did not have like co-op games. If I went over, they were always playing PlayStation. I saw Spyro and Crash Bandicoot over there. Mm. So for me, the first time I played... Super Smash Brothers Brawl or whatever was on the Wii after you procured one in one of our apartments. I think that would be Brawl, yeah, Brawl. Yes. Because it went just the a regular one, then Melee was the GameCube one, then Brawl was the Wii one. Now they got Ultimate. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, we're going to have some Street Fighter kind of button smash fighting game. All right. And then I saw Solid Snake and I was all in. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be Snake. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yep, that tickled me because mm. I had grown up playing Metal Gear. So that was cool. Yeah, we had a, we were in the uh, rented bungalow at the time with that Wii. The Wii was a weird platform. Definitely. Yeah, and a lot of motion based stuff. There's stuff that, it was pioneered by the Wii that still is implemented on the uh, Switch. The Switch is kind of weird, too. Um, the worst thing about the Switch is that they inverted the A and B buttons from every other fucking console that you've ever played. It was like PlayStation. Right there at the bottom is your main confirm button, and your back button is on the right. Same is true for Xbox. Not for Wii. <laughs> Not for Wii, so you're constantly, I don't know, if you're me, you gotta retrain and remap your Fucking button system, so awful. We had been putting on weird events at the dive bar you were managing, mm -hmm. and the Wii was a part of that. Yeah, we did that one weird Wario that thing, Wario right? game. where you just use one nunchuck and kind of pass it around, mm -hmm. and it's like five to ten second mini games everybody's playing. Oh, put it on your head and peck the apple off the tree, you're a bird now. Or, oh, it's a cheese grater, grate the cheese. That's the the weirdness. But yeah. So I was an adult before I smashed. Oh, chat <laughs> servo in the chat tells me that's a disconnect between North America and Japan because in Japan X is the back button, which makes Whoa. sense if you think about it. X, yeah. X, X go like back. Closing. O go forward. Yeah. So a hug. <laughs> that's weird. If they would have just kept that same mapping on the PlayStation, I would have learned it that way. Then the uh the switch wouldn't matter. Now, you can remap the buttons yourself manually, but who has that kind of time? <laughs> as long as I have an inverted Y-axis for my look, I'm fine. I got to invert axis. Yeah. Anyway, I think the X's are kisses and the O's are hugs, Servo. Pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We did have uh, another caller weighing in. F-Tie Smash. All right. Yeah, yeah. 
Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Smash Bros, man. Smash Bros. Um, first time I ever played. Well, actually, the first time is I remember seeing people play it, and I didn't know how to, like, it was like a group thing. Like yeah. A bunch of people were playing or whatever. It was like school or something like that. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I just didn't know. So I didn't want to, like, jump in and be like, I don't know what I'm doing kind of thing. Because everybody else was like, knew what they were doing. So, yeah. One of those, but uh, I don't actually try to think of the first time. So it was probably like high schoolish or something. I think I played it, but uh, yeah, I mean that was that was that was the game, man. I think my brother had it on sixty four, not a hundred percent, but I think he I think he did though. But yeah, it was always just the one of those same thing with Mario Kart. You know, just one of those like anybody can jump in and play. Yeah. Although Mario Kart kind of had the. I still say it's one up on it, but uh, Smash Bros is fun. And uh, agree to disagree. But you can do like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna do the ninety nine lives or some crazy thing like that. Yeah, uh, ninety nine stock. Fun game. Wow. Ultra those. overnight Anybody battle. Can get in on that. So then I remember playing playing it on the Wii too, mm. and uh, that was weird. Like playing that years later, and wasn't really too much into video games with, uh, then, and. Uh, so like you know, just weird when it's different platform and whatnot, and then different stuff. So, but it was a fun, and uh, yeah, sixty four controller was was an enjoyable uh, apparatus, as one might say. But uh, anyhow, well, Lorian Spencer, I know you guys are having a fantabulous time. Oh yeah, on the curtain, or in front of the curtain, or in the middle of the curtain, wherever you are, at between the curtains. Moment. Hey. But, uh, but, you guys, that dangerous. And uh, whether or not you're in the hallway or you're just in the way, you can always give a holler and go, Kaka! He could destroy it. Kaka! Thank you, Kakaaler. Kaka! It is wild to have a game that just transcends platform to platform, adding new characters mm-hmm. all these years. Yeah, that's that's uh, a fun one. I definitely remember the first time I w- went at it. Oh yeah, it must have been. Well, it was the first Christmas it was out. I don't know if that was ninety eight. I don't know if that was ninety nine. Had to be somewhere in there. But my cousins got in sixty four with Smash Brothers and Goldeneye. And Goldeneye, man, I don't know why. I just never had a fucking chance with Goldeneye. I never played it enough to learn it good. I played Mission Mode a couple of times down there and just fucking was not that great. First time I played that, they were like, oh, be odd job, or I'm going to be odd job, you be the tall guy, sharks, or whatever the fuck is called. I can't remember. God damn it. Slaps. Slaps only. Odd job versus Jaws. I think Jaws is his name. And so Jaws is like, impossibly tall right so when he yeah. slaps he just slap in the air in front of him oh he's too tall odd job is like three foot tall he's like you running around <laughs> and so he's just like slapping you in the dick and you die Ouch. if your jaws you've got to like hold the aim button down and like aim down and then start slapping uh. meanwhile odd job's already been slapping the shit out of you so you just keep dying over and over again just button mashing your nuts and then your cousins because they just are trolls they'll go to the next <laughs> spawn point because they know where you're going to spawn and they just slap you to shit <laughs> right when you spawn again and again and again that's but not very fun with super smash i could hold my own we played super smash and i only played link ever all link all day 
Link, you can pull out an infinite number of bombs as like a little item. And so you can kind of stay at the edges of the map or kind of play a long game with people and just bomb the shit out of them when they're trying to get to you. <clears throat> He's also got a devastating down smash from the air that cancels most other moves. Um, it's like if it doesn't cancel the move and hit somebody through their move, then it can at least like uh, 50-50 like kind of, what is it, like a tie where like both of your moves cancel each other and nobody gets hurt. But you're pretty much impenetrable. Come down on somebody <coughs> from the air. <coughs> so that's how I'd play it. I'd just be throwing bombs at people all game. Yeah. Be annoying the shit out of them. See how like far away I can hit them with one of those nasty things. And be like, what the fuck? I was just trying to get away from that. I'm like, yeah. Well, circling back to Pfeiffer playing it again with the kids. Yes. The Bolettes are now old enough to video game and try and hold their own mm -hmm. against you. <laughs> yeah, somewhat. In Super Smash Brothers. So, of course, at dinner, we discussed what we're going to be discussing on Bowl After Bowl a little bit, just like the FTI topic. That's all they care about. Mm -hmm. And I told them, tonight was the first time I ever played Super Smash Brothers. Oh. And so they wanted to get in on the action. All right. So after dinner, I let them record... Uh, what they recall from their first time playing it just a couple weeks ago for Asina's birthday when she got the Switch. I played with Zelda, and I like to make her the color I always make her. Green purple. Green purple. Green and purple, and nice. I kept, I kept playing with her, like and Zelda. sometimes I lose. Sometimes but I lose. But I still got, I got a lot of body, a lot of lives. I got lives still, and it was fun. <laughs> I played with Pikachu, Mario, I think. Did I play with Link? And we were battling with Bowser. Bowser. Hard. Uh. Yeah, really hard. <laughs> there you but go. Dad won one time. Dad won one time. <laughs> yeah, but first, <laughs> like one I try. Bet I beat it. Bowser one time, but then he had another life. That sucked. Because <laughs> he had another life. In the bowl. In the bowl. <laughs> nice. That's great. Yep. Oh, my god. She kicked his butt once, and he had another life left, so she didn't life. defeat him. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. They're That's into funny. it, though. Nice get. Oh, thanks. Let's get for the F tie. I've enjoyed using Pikachu this time around. Mm hmm. And then just uh, the down button and uh, B or whatever, where the lightning comes down and just knocks everyone away from you. You're like, yeah. stay away, Pika! <laughs> Pikachu! Yeah, yep. that's a good one. Oh, fantastic. We had another bowler weighing in. All right. On the topic. Hitting it. Oh, yeah. Good evening, good day, good morning, good time, good life to all the bowlers. Hell yeah. Woo. Woo woo. Hi, Stacy. So, uh, Spencer, man, um, I just got off work and dialed in when you're uh, leading into that withdrawal. And oh, yeah. <laughs> 
at a coffee roasting place, I thought you were going to say Cat uh, Moolah Troll. Yeah. Um, which just kind of piqued an idea for maybe a uh, uh, F-Tie, mm. the first time you ever went through a withdrawal of sorts. That might not be a bad idea. Um, yeah, I like that. I'll go ahead and just say it now, man. I did not drink a lot of caffeine as a kid, teenager. Um, college, young adult, probably about 19, uh, I really got into the little Starbucks Frappuccinos at fucking six o'clock in the morning after driving to college. Mm -hmm. And then that led into their actual frozen Frappuccino. And it was this slow descent into sugary caffeine. And then I became a coffee drinker. And it was a regular habit for what, uh, seven, eight years maybe. And then one day I ended up with like four days off work Uh-oh. and really didn't leave the house and ran out of coffee or the little Frappuccino bottles. That's what it was at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And went things. through a caffeine withdrawal. Dang. I felt sick, cold flashes, nausea, yep. weakness, faint, like... I, I, it was like flu-like fucking symptoms, crazy shit, until finally found a little bottle of a, 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 a caffeinated crack <laughs> in the bottom of the pantry. Nice. And I'll be damned. Then about thir- 20 to 30 minutes after a few sips of that beverage, this past three hours of train wreck fucking subsided. Probably even longer than three hours. All I know is it felt like it sucked. You know, the, oh, I need a blanket. Oh, my God, now I'm sweating. Uh, <laughs> so. Oof. Anyway, yeah, Taco Bell for your first withdrawal. Yep. Caffeine for mine. Woo! Ah, damn. Uh, tapping forearm or a espresso right now. Anyway, <laughs> in the bowl, everyone. Have a great time. Enjoy life. Love you. Peace. Much love, Laren. Love you, Laren. In the bowl. In the bowl, sir. That's interesting. Yeah, I've never had a caffeine withdrawal. I've stopped a few different times. I wonder if I've had more, st- I probably had more steady caffeine than weed over my overall life. Mm, yeah. First time I ever had a cup of coffee, even, we could do that. First time Ooh. I ever had caffeine, or first time I ever had coffee. Caffeine, coffee, and withdrawals. That's a hell of a trio to add to the FDI list. That is. We'll wait like six weeks so that people forget, and then I'll just retell <laughs> the story. And nobody will... It'd be like, oh, yeah, never heard this one. That's a great withdrawal story, man. Yeah. It is, though. It's wild. It was eye opening for me, for sure. I need time to think about mine. Um, Yeah. Or maybe I need to quit coffee for a week. <laughs> Try it out, man. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. Well, is that all the bowlers that called in today that about Super the, Smash Brothers? That is, Come the end on, of our, bowlers? that is the end of our voicemail lines. Wow. Well, that was pretty good. It's pretty good. But she had the bolettes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Bonus bolettes. Yeah. They were excited just to, you know, talk yeah, about their evening. new thing. Yeah, average evening. It was a good, uh, good showing. Well, I hope that all these baller, uh, ballers, yeah, ball and bowlers call back in next week for yeah. the big three hundo. Well, some of them are saving Say up hi their, live. They're saving up their night and weekend minutes for next week. That's right. We hit that 420 limit. Uh, borrowed from the Great Hog stories. With Fletcher and Blaney over there. Yes. Uh, I Those think responsible it, for the bowl. I think it's the way to go. Yeah, I mean, they they brought us back from the dead, and uh, they're still our role models that in in podcasting. 
So it's only fitting, I think, as an homage to the great hogaroos. Hogaroos. Hogaroos over there. They were talking about thick necks last night. Yeah. Which uh, is a great topic. They like them thick over there in the smoker. That's right. They have uh, exquisite taste in necks over there. Them and uh, all of the hog... uh, Pork Smoke Nation? The hogs out there in Pork Smoke Nation. That's right. That is correct. Uh, Next week's F-Tie. We've talked about it. We're going to just kind of have a free-for-all in the second two-thirds, probably, of the show. Where we just open the thing up and we'll do a 420 limit. We'll pass out clean feed links. I don't know. Things can get weird. Whatever. Sky's the limit. If you have a video cam, maybe we can uh, put you in the live thing. I'm going to try to get the live tag uh, for the video. I think it's an alternate enclosure that I just need to add where it shows the video stream. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Uh, try to get that running by 300 as well. All right. Just more back-end value for you bowlers. That's what I'm trying to go for. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Keep your bowls peeled. Um, but that just obviously leads to one conclusion we got to do. We got to do it. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Ah, well, there was a man that appeared on the lanes quite a few bowls back, smuggling pythons into the United States after flying in in his pantalones. <laughs> Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was sentenced to a whopping round of probation and $5,000 in fines. Ooh, got off easy. Yeah. Those snakes, though, I mean, I don't know how they got off. I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Yeah, and I bet he was tired of those motherfucking snakes in his motherfucking pants. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun at all for him or the snakes. There's some snakes in these pants. There's some snakes in these pants. Is there really that much money in smuggling Burmese pythons in? <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. Can't you get them at the pet shop for 40 bucks? I don't know. Eh, me neither, apparently. Uh, the whole uh, snake smuggling business is foreign to me. It's a different <laughs> scene, man. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and speaking of a different scene, I've heard people say that love stinks. Oh. And I don't personally agree with that. Uh, but there is one couple that kind of embraced it this past week when they decided to get married in a bathroom. <laughs> okay. It wasn't just any bathroom, though. Uh-oh. This is a gas station bathroom with a big red button that says, do not push, and has a little animal making a winky face, and when you push it, a disco ball starts spinning around, lights come on, and Abba starts playing. I've heard of this. Yes. I think you were telling me about this. I mentioned it to you. I said, my only regret was that they didn't tell you where it was. Well, this couple went and got married there, and now that business is, you know, front and center. I can get you there. All right. I feel a shit coming on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. This couple was from Cincinnati, Ohio, and they traveled all the way to Verona, Kentucky. Verona, Kentucky. There you go. Just to get married at the Hop Shops, which is a great name. The Shop of Hop. Taking a shit at the Hop Shops. (laughs) I just wonder if it's only the ladies' bathroom that has it. You know, like, is it both? Is it just a one-bathroom situation? It's 2024. That shit doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, fair enough. 
Uh, but I just love it. Big red button. Do not push this button. <laughs> Don't do it. You're like sitting on the toilet. I'm like, oh, that. Yeah, I think it's a turtle. That turtle's winking at me <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> I think I should push this button. I mean, that button's just asking for it at this point in uh-huh. time. And then you uh, tell me what not to do. Yeah, you push it and you just get a the big old disco ball. That's right. Oh yeah, that's a button I'd push. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, hey, I'll add that to my next road trip, just for the disco ball. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, there was a woman walking her dog in Guangdong. As one does. China, yes. Mm-hmm. I know, you gotta keep them on a leash so that they don't get captured by the wild chefs out there <laughs> looking for the next hot meal. <laughs> but this dog was, uh, just, I don't know. Something really got into him. He got off leash and he ran into a convenience store. Okay. And not only did he go into that convenience store, but he hopped behind the counter and grabbed a scratch ticket. And so the owner said to the woman, hey, you know, because she followed her dog in. You got to pay for this. It's got tooth marks in it from your dog. And oh, he yeah, bit the scratch ticket. Valid card unless you buy it. You just got to buy it. Yep. And so she did. And it was a winner. <laughs> The scratch ticket was a winner. Whopping 139 bucks. But a winner nonetheless. Better than a kick in the head? Totally. And you know that dog got some treats and canned food out of it. You know, like the gourmet dog food, you don't actually buy your dog unless they choose a winning scratch ticket. The the dog food that they keep in the fridge at the store? Yeah. The one that they show uh, on commercials and it looks like some luxury palace built just for a dog. Mm -hmm. And they sit at a table and eat it. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So this woman though She wanted to push her luck So she took her dog over to the store the next day To pick out a ticket And that time she only won four dollars no, But she still won. still won He still picked out a winner This dog knows something man Yeah Gwang Dong was his name That's all I could think <laughs> when I read the name <laughs> Gwang me Gwang you Gwang he <laughs> Not correct, but close enough. Uh, the Omaha Zoo. Have you been there? Yes. Oh, nice. I bet Saroma's been there too. I have not. I yeah. hear it's a great one. They got a decent zoo for sure. They should definitely push that front and center in their tourism ads. Nebraska. Just saying. Well, anyways. It's better than getting in a barrel, a, a tin barrel and floating on a river. Yeah. As your number one draw. Or using a monster as your state mascot. Why? Anyway. Yeah, go with what you're good at, the zoo. The alligators were going through routine maintenance. And by maintenance, I mean checking in with a vet to get blood work and radiographs done. And one alligator named Thibodeau (laughs) had his scans come back with some strange objects in his stomach. Oh, no. And they said, oh, we gotta do some digging in here. Put him under, stuck a tube down his throat, and started sucking things out of his belly. Well, you know what they found? 70 coins. Whoa. 70 coins. Yeah. That's $7 worth of coins in total that Thibodeau ate. And I guess they have a real problem with people throwing coins into all the bodies of water there at the zoo and not just the wishing well, nah. the designated coin throwing area. 
You know, if they just took sats, this wouldn't be an issue. Well, yeah. They're animals eating coins out of the water. It's pretty gross. But it's also an alligator we're talking about. Yeah, I think he's okay, right? I Yeah, he's fine. The big old monster beast I gets think, a penny in his mouth. I think he's going to make it. Even with the 70 coins in his belly, would have been good. Thibodeau, I've been reliably informed, even. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thibodeau the alligator. You think he responds to his name? Oh, Tibby. Come here, Tibby. You've got coins in your tubby tummy. (laughs) No. I would assume they had him out to do all the blood work and everything. I don't think an alligator is going to be tame for you, even for a second. I didn't know much about gators, man. Well, that's probably a good thing. I've eaten one one time. Yeah? On the grill? Deep fried nuggets. Oh. oh, I guess we did smoke one, too. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cody smoked one out at 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've eaten a gator a couple times, a couple ways. They're kind of chewy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like chewier chicken. I know that's a cliche. It's like chicken, but it is. Mm. Kind of like frog legs. That was underwhelming for me. Not like chicken at all. I just thought it was kind of chewy and kind of tasted sea-ish. Like icky water. Mm. Could have just been where I got it, was in, which was in St. Louis. But anyway. <laughs> Shots fired. No. <laughs> I'm not covering all those stories. <laughs> uh, there was a woman who got home from work the other day across the pond in England and saw that there was a hole in her pantry door and her kitchen had just been totally ransacked. And there was... A trail of destruction going up the stairs. Food everywhere. Oh, no. Furniture bitten. Sockets torn from walls. And there, in a tipped-over wastebasket, was a badger to blame. Thousands of dollars of damage to her house for a badger. Those badgers are fucked up, man. Yeah, and she called animal control on his ass instead of trying to deal with him herself. Stay strapped or get clapped by the badger. Yeah, I wouldn't mess around with the badger. That's a mere the badger situation, and the badger's going to take an L. Yeah. So, but the animal rescue came, and they caged it up and brought it back to the wild. I just hope it doesn't remember its way back to her house. Right. Because it's going to know about all the goodies she had stocked up. Once a badger gets a taste for your pantry, you gotta put him down. And then who covers this? Is this covered by house insurance? Does the badger have insurance? I don't think so. Is a badger an act of God? I don't know. What's that all about? Mm, Good question. Do they even have insurance over there for the houses and such? Was she renting? We do not recognize the badger God. (laughs) Uh, That would be alarming, to say the least. Coming home and <laughs> no shit, foods dude. everywhere, teeth mark everywhere, yeah. sockets out of walls. So something's going to die. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be PO'd, mm-hmm. to put it politely. <laughs> uh, but this next lady, she wasn't PO'd. She actually had a great day. Mercy Callowert lives in a postcard where the ocean's majesty can take your breath away. And if you're not careful, 
It can take more than that. So Ooh. this is the wallet. It's probably still dropping sand. <laughs> and the internet is still dropping jaws after the ultimate example of coastal karma. You I see, like despite living on one, Marcy isn't on. one to coast. You can't see it, but kind of tucked over here is a whole pile of marine debris that we pull off this beach every day. You're not going to believe And she was on one of those walks yesterday when something caught her eye. To appreciate the find, we've got to rewind to last June. I didn't zip the pocket on my backpack that the wallet goes into. Classic. And I heard a splash when I got into our boat. We tried. A sickening splash, a sinking sensation that her wallet was gone. I had a diver go look to save me some peace of mind. Her wallet held only about 20 bucks, but also a life's worth of ID and credit cards. Which brings us to yesterday when her offshore account somehow washed back up. Guys, it's my effing wallet. She recorded the final <laughs> video. Best part is everything inside the wallet is pretty much preserved. The only damage was that the zipper was corroded. That's pretty good. Not For bad. a wallet that's been out to yeah. sea. Poseidon took care of the wallet. That's right. While it was uh, floating around there. Yeah. <sighs> He's like, hey, that's that babe that's always picking up my debris. Let's keep on our wallet for a second. <laughs> I like when she combs my muck. <laughs> Rakes it off onto her sidewalk, whatever you do with it. Pushes it back out into the ocean. I don't know. I yeah, what had my muck raked. I'd muck rake. Oh, I've been a muck raker. <laughs> I have raked the muck and rolled in it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that uh, is wild. You also lost something to see once. Yes. Yes. It's true. Our matching glasses. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> my purple, weird, circular John Lennon hippie sunglasses. <laughs> it was when we were in Florida and you had just gotten them. <laughs> yeah, and for like two days, maybe three. Yeah. Probably two. Oh, darn. We had too much fun at the nudist beach. Cape Canaveral. Sometimes it happens. And we're just like jumping through the waves and then next thing you know, the wave is taking Ocean's things from like, you. What are you doing? Wearing something? Swap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get those glasses off your face. I didn't know glasses counted, man. So. I was told uh, that uh, accessories don't count and pairs count as two. As one. Mm-hmm. Pairs count as one. Yes. But, so like uh, if you had to remove your socks, they're both going. Right. And that's one... One item is the item. socks, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Uh, that clip, by the way, I know it sounded horrible, but I didn't clip where it was like a jumpy part. That's just poor editing, which we see everywhere Yeah, nowadays. Yeah. The, pun, the puns were pretty low effort, too. Oh, yeah. Local news. You can't just do it straight. You got to have the puns in there, but then, you know, you got to come up with something. Yeah. Lowest form of comedy. Journalism. That sinking feeling as her wallet was sinking. Her offshore account <laughs> is back on shore. But the whole end of it, I did cut off because the end of it was about her social media presence and who she is online. That's why she was making a video, even. Right. You know? My freaking wallet, you guys! It's as though the local journalists were riding her coattails. Ooh. (laughs) The state of journalism. (laughs) 
So she's got three hundred thousand followers. We should do a story about her. Yeah, probably more like sixty nine billion. It's like four times the people that watch this station. <laughs> well, hey, if you order food to your door, you better watch it carefully because there are masked thieves out there that might take it. Oh my god! One lady in Florida ran into this. <laughs> All she wanted was some tacos, but she didn't want to make them. So she had someone, you know, fee her up the ass to deliver it from a place that by the time it got to her, it was probably crap anyway. Mm-hmm. And she opens her door to get the food. And here's a <sighs> because they're in front of her were three little masked bandits. That's right. I'm talking about raccoons. Oh, my God. Not the raccoons. The worst of the worst. Hold on, I'm getting the crossbow. She took the time to take a video of them on her phone, but then, you know, shut the door and went inside. It's hard to kill them with your phone. I, yeah. I think she was just going for the clout. <laughs> the raccoon clout. <laughs> you gotta get you them, getting them raccoon likes. I had my food stolen by trash pandas, and that's okay, because they're kind of cute. That's kind of the feeling I got from her. Uh, they ate everything but the tortillas. It's worth mentioning. Wow. They had all the good stuff. Yeah. I'm You're telling like, you. Here, lady. It's in the beef and cheese. <laughs> That's probably why they were hissing, too. They thought, They were going through the withdrawals. They just needed the itch to stop. <laughs> Sometimes you're just in a bad way, you know? You need to make it stop. It's been 36 hours. I keep shitting in the... Uh, I keep shitting liquid into late grape, <laughs> late grapevine. <laughs> it needs to stop. Just one... Uh, one little fucking uh, beef slap. Gross. Yeah, and I feel like they would have such a better selection in all those trash cans that they crawl into, you know? I mean, grocery stores throw out fresh food all the time. And, like, bakeries get all that bread and muffins. Well, they just needed a little smack smack mm-hmm. of the beef and cheese. I'm telling you, dude. Leave the bread behind. I've felt the grip. Yeah. Man, the hissing. <laughs> they just can't stop hissing. <laughs> ah, well, people can't stop forgetting things in places. I'm one such person. Occasionally, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at doing an inventory of myself and my things. Yeah. Uh, but I'm surrounded by children and you who <laughs> often are yeah. looking for things Redundant. and expect me to know where they are. Yeah. And sometimes I do. Better than us. Yeah. Uh, but this person, man, they must have been freaking out when they forgot their thing on a train in New York. The excitement you would have if you found a bag of cash on a real-life money train. Yeah. Wh what is going on with this MTA hero this week? Oh, well, leaving something behind is never a good feeling, and certainly not for the person who left their bag full of cash behind mm, cash bag. on what was a crowded LIRR train to Ronkonkoma late last year around the holidays. So this video is showing an assistant conductor finding that bag and an MTA police detective doing some good detective work to solve this mystery. There was how much money in it? I was told it was about 30000 30, I think. I didn't actually count it, but uh, I think it was about 30000 I thought she said Did good detective work. To, to see that when I opened it. <laughs> I didn't even count the, the money. bag to think see if there the was money. a receipt, a name. They did leave a date book, a planner in the bag, and I saw that this person had a, an appointment to get their car inspected. So I ended up contacting their mechanic, 
And I actually sent their mechanic a picture of this person. He helped me identify who it was. And then, you know, I got the ball rolling to contact Long Island River, lost and found and, and reach out to this person so they could get their bag. So the money bags were returned to the person of mystery who just happened to leave $30,000 in a bag on a train. To me, it kind of sounds like a drop point. I mean, $30,000 in cash. How do you just walk away from that forgetfully? Right. For me, it kind of felt like, okay, it'll be in car three, row C. If I have $200, I know exactly where it is at all times. (laughs) Even if I drop it. If I drop it, I know it's in the air falling. I'm just saying. 30 grand. Come on. (laughs) What are you doing carrying around $30,000 in cash? Sweating like a pig. We've got some. On the subway? No. On a a train? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have it handcuffed Uh, to my left nut. There's bigger questions to be asked here of this situation. Oh, I don't know. I didn't count it. I don't know how much was there. What? Yeah. My mans did not count the money. That's too good of detective work. Mm. It's my kind of detective. You're hired. Mm. Let me get his email. Gosh. Ridiculous. But I thought that was pretty good of the lady to find the planner and then find the appointment date and get in touch with the mechanic to say, Hey, uh, who's coming in roundabouts this time? But of course, if anyone called you, you know, you show up for your appointment. Hey, did you, uh, forget a bag of $30,000 in cash? I think the answer is always yes. That would be such a weird question to be asked going in for any appointment. Was this your bag of cash money? Why, yes, it is. Well, I thank you for returning it. <laughs> I don't know. This is a strange one. You know, maybe it was a down payment on a home or something in yeah, cash. Maybe. It's still very strange. Like, you can only pull, what, 5000 out of the bank at a time? I have no idea. Probably that sounds right. <clears throat> yeah, it's all uh Maybe it was the deposit for a business in a little deposit bank. Oh, right. Well, you know, New York does have legal weed so then they can't work with credit cards or banks at all everything's cash there mm. could be he was trying to get it to the the money bus to put it away somewhere <laughs> i don't know get it off premises what i do know is a denver man was not able to get his evidence off premises and this is quite the story he was evicted from his house and then Someone was going through the house and they started finding these urns, urns with ashes in them, Mm, in the crawl space, then in a U-Haul outside of the home, then in an inoperable hearse, just boxes of urns with ashes in them. Mm. Because the man who lived in that house and had been evicted was a funeral home director, aged 33. Uh oh. And he got evicted. Uh, and he left his cremains behind. But what was he doing with these cremains, you know? Yeah, uh, what indeed. So that, you know, cops have to come in. They start pulling these boxes out of this hearse. And under the boxes, they see a blanket that's kind of lumpy. Pull the blanket back, and there's a woman's body there. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, she died in 2022. So they get in touch with the family. They were able to ID her. And the family said, 
What are you talking about? We have her ashes right here. Oh they got ashes God. from the guy, but they weren't actually Gam Gam's ashes, you know? It was someone else's, I guess. Or just or some just campfire soot. shit. Yeah, could have been soot. Keep the body, give them ashes. Yep. So, what was going on? Altogether, there were about 30 people they found there. In cremains, just the one body, but then urns full of actual, I guess, DNA-tested cremains. I don't know how you would say this is actually a person and not soot. Don't I, know. I, but they, I'm not a fucking scientist. They, come, they came up with this number, the authorities, right? Right. Cremains of 30 people discovered. They all died between 2012 and 2021. So this has been going on for a while. And... With a little digging, they find that he was in severe debt with the Denver metro area crematoriums or whatever oh, no. you call them. You know, the places that'll do the deed for you and burn the bodies. Mm-hmm. So none of them would do business with him. Oh, Jesus. And he had prearranged agreements with families, you know, oh, yeah, I'll take your body and get him cremated. And then you can have your service. But he wasn't able to fulfill that task. So he would just give them random remains so that they could go on holding their services as normal. Whoa. Yeah, this is a hell of a mix up. And uh, if there's anyone caught in limbo in the afterlife, man, that's confusing as hell. Yeah. Got someone else's granddad on your shelf. Maybe even a pet or something. Maybe. Just a piece of a campfire. <laughs> Granddad's up on the shelf. Where am I? <laughs> really, though? These where am I? These aren't my family. Oh, yeah. And uh, these little buggers might have also been wondering, where am I? As they fell from the overhead bin. Imagine you're nestled in your plane seat, taking off, when all of a sudden something comes falling down from the overhead compartment. She is freaking out. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was just trying to kind of fight off these maggots. Philip shot <laughs> across the aisles. Hold on a second, because you got to hear those guys' name. <laughs> off these maggots. Philip shot looked across. She says shot, but his last name is Shat. Philip Shat. Philip Shat. Philip Shat. Philip Shat across the aisle. No, he looked across the aisle, but it kind of shat all over the place. It goes along with this whole story. Shot looked across the aisle. Seemed like a prank. Wiggly maggots like these falling from the overhead bin. Gross. I don't really know what was going through my mind. I was trying to process it. Discuss uh, is one thing, of course. Philip on board Delta Airlines Flight 133, Amsterdam out. to Detroit. Uh-oh. He says he saw at least a dozen fall on the poor woman next to him, then more. You push the call button. You the call wait button. because you're about to take off. Yeah, we had to wait there for help to actually come. He slithered into another seat to get away. When help came, the flight attendants tracked the insects to a passenger's bag in the overhead bin. They found out that there was a rotten fish in there. The fish wrapped in a newspaper, and the guy who put it there stood up and actually claimed it. But I didn't see everyone's reaction to the bag being opened, which was just an immediate pinching of the nose. They took the not-so-precious cargo to the back of the plane, then a message from the pilot an hour into the flight. The pilot notified the plane of what was going on and made the call to turn the plane around. Yep. So another fright. A fright in a flight. 
Uh, circling back. Oh, uh, we've been in the air an hour. You know, we're making good progress, good yeah. time, but we've got to go back now. Gotta go back. The wildest part is, well, you know, the, usually you hear about, oh, some guy tried to get a rotten fish onto a plane, <laughs> right. and they confiscate it there, because everything goes through these x-rays. Well, maybe not in Amsterdam, because mm. that's where this flight was coming from, going to Detroit. But this guy wasn't detained or in trouble at all when all was said and done. Everyone was just reboarded onto different flights back to Detroit. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure, you know, maybe they took the rotten fish and threw it out, but ugh, ugh. Fish ain't gonna fly. Right. Not like that. Not wrapped in a newspaper. Nope. That is for certain. <laughs> That's not the way to do it, my man. It's not. Uh, Meg, it's falling on your head. That is a way to do the bowl. That's right. Another one in the books. We're one pin away from a perfect game. Oh, I can taste it. Episode 300, Within Our Grasp. One week from tonight. Come be a part of it with us. That's right. Give us a ring. Shoot us an email. Let us know. You're down a clown. We'd love to have you be a part of the big celebration. Three century mark. And uh, whether you're listening live or you're out there in the future on your favorite podcast app, just wrapping this thing up, we appreciate you hanging out here in the bowl. Hope you find some value in each episode. And uh, think about returning the value. As this thing rolls on down for another hundred coming at you in the years to come. I can't wait to get on the other side because we're going to start booking some bowls with Wuds guests too. Yeah. On the other side of 300. Get those lined up. Get that back rocking. And uh, yeah, we have a grand time, a swell time. Just trying to make this bowl brighter one bowl at a time. As I remain Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. And I will always be Dame DeLorean. Till next time, bowlers. May your bowls burn ever brighter. Bowl after bowl till he's sick. Man, don't you keep up with current events? Weed ain't illegal no more, nigga. Oh, man, I gotta, I just gotta jack off right now. And now here I am at the fun spot, busting my ass. Jaw! Toke up! That sounds really good. Oh shit, yes. Oh shit, yes. So good! The truth, it can be a drug. one up. Wow, I am really high. Yeah, he does seem a bit woozy, doesn't he? <coughs> oh, shit. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. Smoke weed every day. Bowl, bowl, bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl dot com. 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 Bowlackerbow.com